country. Where is it? It's in your man cave. Your home. Your car. Your local bar. Your city. State. It's across the world. It's in your heart. And it's here. The Bears Country Podcast. One would think that I would be exhausted from a, well, technically a four-day marathon because we did a show on Wednesday night. But there was one person that I was very unhappy with not talking to, and that was you, Chris. <laughs> we tried to get you on the show, but when there's so many people on the connection is just terrible coming, you know, from across the seas like that. I don't even know how you guys do it with Barfly Tailgate, but you know, I wanted to watch Barfly Tailgate today and you weren't on and I was going to get some stuff done. And I thought, well, shit, I don't I want to talk to you. So uh-huh. I've been dying to talk to you all week. And Chris, man, it's good to see you again. I love hearing your voice. I love seeing your face. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great, mate. I'm doing absolutely great, Dan. And, and you know, it's always a special occasion with me and you get a chance to speak. And I, I thought you'd absolutely be bared, bared, completely bared out by now. We are a four-night marathon. And I'd like to say that everybody on the show did a great job. And you did a great job, uh, Dan, of what I've seen. And, uh, yeah, just a bit of a mix-up today with the, the Bar Fighter World Show. Just a mix-up with times, that's all. And uh, But I'm, we might be doing a show next Sunday or... or but we're definitely doing we're doing a special interview with uh, KB's uh, cousin Andrew Billing. That should be coming up soon. So if we don't do anything next Sunday, that that probably be the next sort of show we do. But yeah, it's, it's just always a blast to talk to you, Dan. You, you're one of my class. You is one of my good mates now, and uh, we always have a good crack. So uh, yeah, I'm glad you uh, asked me to jump on today with you. Man, we become friends, man. You know, I started the GoFundMe for you because I really. <laughs> really want to see you make it to Chicago to see a Bears game. Oh, and yeah. yes. man, it would be it would be so amazing to come there and hang out with you. Chris, we've we have raised over five hundred dollars now. So absolutely amazing. We've got a little bit of time left, I think. Once the schedule comes out, then it will get important because I'll have to I'm gonna try to arrange those tickets. So yeah, um, we we'll need to get that kind of all figured out and of course we yeah want, we want to arrange that around the barroom uh tail the barroom event that they're going to do again so that you can be there uh part of the the barroom event i'm sure I, I will be there as well and um oh yes squeegee who would like your gofundme I, let me i have a banner for that let's see <laughs> thank you for asking uh yeah I have realised uh, that I think after I sent you the photographs that use that new advert for me for the GoFundMe, I, I I just found that after after I sent you the photos that you could actually touch yourself up on your mobile phone. So I could have actually de-aged myself by about at least ten years, you know. 
I was thinking if I'd have, if I'd have noticed that that um, you know that thing on my phone for I sent it in the pictures, but um, I'm all about real life, mate. I don't like to lie to the public, you know what I mean? So uh, they see what they see, they see the time, the time battering on my face. <laughs> yeah, man, it's 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 uh, I need to, I should probably. That's like one of the only pictures I had of you at that time. Yeah. I should have uh, I should have asked you for a better one. <laughs> I don't mind, mate. It don't mind. It don't, don't get any, it don't get any better, regardless of how many pictures you take of it. <laughs> when you came on, there's the no improvement the on this, mate. <laughs> when you came on the, on the screen the other night and you were frozen, it was absolutely hilarious. Here you go, Squeegee. Um. When you came on the show and you were frozen, you were like, like you had this this look on your face, and I I, I tried to get a screenshot of it, and then it went away, and you you unfroze, and then the, and then when you tried to come back again, you had the same look, and then I tried to get that <laughs> screenshot, and then you unfroze again, and I was like, damn it! <laughs> oh, what 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 sort of look was it though, Dad? Was it a look of complete confusion as usual? <laughs> You you look like you were looking at at a device you had never seen before. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's like me when I get up every morning, mate. <laughs> oh, what the bloody hell's that? Whoa! <laughs> you kind of looked like this. This is this would be the version of uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was triple R. Did you see that triple R? Oh man! Oh man! What 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 a trooper triple R is to uh, to video from his hospital bed. That were amazing. That was that was classic. That was, I mean, <laughs> what a trooper, man! What a trooper! <laughs> you can see. Look at the um, look at the uh, the 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 thing that's in his nose, like the stint. Let me see if I can zoom into that. Look at the stint thing that's inside of his nose right there. Oh yeah, wow. Uh man. And then he said the next day it just like it came out into his mouth. Ugh. Oh god. <laughs> and he and he was hanging out on BCP with us, man. What a, what yeah, a I saw him, yeah. That that reminds me I'd um, I did a well, I'd be but I got well, I'm a jaw broken, and it just reminds me of uh, after I had the operation to repair my jaw. I woke up and I was in this like hospital unit with people with uh, facial injuries. And I looked around, one guy like had his nose at the other side of his face. One guy, it was, it was like being like, you know, like in a hospital unit of World War One or something. I just looked around coming from coming out, coming out of that, you know, the uh, the gas now like. Where the fuck am I? I mean, like the the you know the, the, the you know the the room of the weird creatures or something or what? Everybody's face were all over the place. <laughs> That's awful, man. I would I would have thrown up. We've got. Oh, I did. <laughs> First, let's say hi to the guys in chat here. We got uh, Squeegee in here. He's asking for the GoFundMe, so it looks like he's gonna he's gonna. Cheers, uh, Squeegee. Uh, Mr. Mayhem's in the show. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Mayhem, on your Sunday. Yep, thank you, mate. Squeegee's saying, make sure you go see the beaver exhibit at the museum. Then you can say you got to see some beaver when you visited. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what? I can probably pull up. I, I actually, I think while we're doing the show, 
while while you while you take a moment to talk, I could probably find the picture of the of your frozen face and, and make a screenshot of it. Let me see if I can do that. I'll work on that. King Buka World, thanks for joining us, man. This show yeah, is dedicated. Right. This show is dedicated to Chris Watts. Um, he we tried to have him on the show and just wasn't working. The, the best way to do this is one on one with you, buddy. And uh, we're going to be doing something. We're kind of working on something where we're going to review 85 Bears games. And I'm going to try to uh, play 85 Bears games while we talk about it and kind of break down the game in real time. And it's going to be fun. We're looking at like a Saturday or something. So look out for that. Um, it's just a timing thing for now. But just something to fill in the season where you're talking about the, mm. the actual game, you know, in real time kind of re-watching it going holy shit i forgot about that or this or that you know so that should be fun and i'm sure That's we're gonna get be awesome right we'll, we'll probably get a copyright yeah. claim kicked off the air but we'll try yeah <laughs> i i always i i'm always involved with something dodgy anyway dan so it doesn't really don't change my trends at all but i think uh i think that'd be really good it'd be like because i mean i've seen all the highlights of the eight to five uh bear season uh, but it'd be awesome just to watch it like a bit like a first time fan seeing the game. So uh, yeah. it'll be yeah, it'll be, it'll be really good, man. And yeah, good to see Triple R, mate. I hope you're uh, you, you're recovering well from from your surgery, mate. And uh, but yeah, it'll just be a right blast, Dan. Just me and you watching Bears football. It'll just be it'll be hilarious as well. So uh, yeah, it's just a matter of uh, timing when we can start it. So uh, keep a lookout uh, for, for that to start, guys. Yeah, man, that's going to be a lot of fun. So, Chris, well, I'm going to, while I work on this picture, just kind of give us, I would like uh -huh. to know, I know you're not like, you know, you're not huge into the draft and you're not scouting all these players. But, you know, overall, the Bears went heavy on defense, right? So there, there's a lot of things that mm. we can talk about from football perspective, a Bears fan perspective, things that you liked that you saw from this draft. Obviously, you had to mm -hmm. like the, the first pick, right? So talk about that. Oh, yeah, absolutely love the first pick. Uh, he definitely seems like a player which, which can fit the scheme what they're in it as well. Uh, I mean, he's absolutely huge. He's athletic, which you definitely need in our scheme because we need we need offensive linemen who can get downfield and, and secondary blocks on defensive backs and linebackers. So it definitely looks like he's one of them. And hopefully, you know, hopefully now that, that line's looking pretty damn good. But I'm still worried about the centre position. I'm still not sort of... Um, Quite sure about what they're planning to do. That if they're going to keep with Patrick, who we got from Green Bay, or they're going to move in. Um, is it Whitehead? They're thinking about moving back to centre. Um, so uh, yeah, the first pick, mate. I wanted offensive line because uh, you know we all know we all know that Justin Field got hit far too many times last year. He's never going to develop as a, a pocket passer, which he really is, really. Unless until we get like a really good offensive line in front of him who can pass blocks, uh, it looks like they're slowly they're slowly getting that way. But the set is still sort of bothering me as a position. But um, the the line is definitely in a better position it was before the draft. It's definitely better now than it was before the draft started. So uh, I'm happy. I'm definitely happy with the first pick, mate. The first pick is, is key to keeping Justin mm. Fields upright. I know there's a lot of people that were worried about center. We kept looking at center the whole draft. And it. I think that what we came to the consensus is 
not everyone was agreeing, but that Dieter Iselin is part of this picture as well. Mm. So, you know, it seems like, you know, pl plus they, they, they did pick up some, some offensive linemen in, um, in, in UDFAs. I have some of them here. I, I, I don't have all of them, but th these are the ones I, I had from last night. Anyone that has any more that, that they can right. add comments, I'll pull up. But um, yeah, I, I think that the offensive line in their minds, I think they're happy with it, with the signing of Davis mm -hmm. um, and then with with the tackle that they just got. So I don't know. In polls, we trust. That's what we've been saying. PGT, polls got this shit. What did you think? Oh, right, I like that. Yeah, I like that, mate. <laughs> what did you think about the first pick of day two? Which was um, the uh, Jevon Jevon Dexter, Jevon Dexter, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I was happy because obviously, obviously, you know, last season defensive line was probably one of our weakest weakest groups in the whole team, really. So you know, any, anybody who could actually start getting—I mean, I, I like it when we can get pressure at the middle on the defensive line, not just try to use the ends because it stops the quarterback stepping up into the pocket. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've heard good things about the guy. I think he's a bit raw, so hopefully, hopefully the coaching can do a lot for him. But, yeah, I mean, I knew, I, 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 you know, all along, all along before the draft, I was saying we needed to improve both sides of the line, offence and defence. Uh, yeah, I was very happy with that pick. I mean, overall, there's only maybe the linebacker pick, which I'm a bit puzzled about. But overall, I'm, I'm generally sort of very happy with all the picks I've made. Yeah, that, I think that that's the consensus for for the entire uh, fan base here. Mm -hmm. I mean, overall, what would you give the, the grade as an, as a letter grade? Uh, I'd say for the overall draft, I'd give him a B plus. Okay, you're right around there with okay. us. I was at a B. Yeah, a couple of us said B plus. Somebody said B minus. I think. I think Swifty said A plus. <laughs> All right, cool. So if he's saying A-plus, I'm, I'm, con yeah. I'm pretty convinced that, um, that this is a good draft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, 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 if Swifty's on it, then it must be, it must be looking good because uh, I know the guy spends doing his outing and his tapes and all that. But the, the only one thing that did concern me, though, is when uh, the Bears let the Philadelphia Eagles move up by one spot and we only got a fourth round for that. For doing that, and they got, you know, they got, they got, uh, you know, the uh, the defensive line guy from Georgia uh, who fell a bit, and I don't know, I can't remember his name, but I can't, and I'm quite, I'm quite sort of surprised that he got a fourth round for that, Jalen Carter, yeah, yeah. Jalen Carter. That's I was quite surprised that he got a fourth round back for for letting him go enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they did use that pick. No, they didn't. They 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 traded the. They kept that fourth round pick next year i think because they use the fifth round to trade up right so but yeah that's going to be a career we're all going to be watching now isn't it jalen carter because he was sitting right there for us we traded down one spot we got our our, ta our tackle right but we're always going to be kind of wondering as bears fans what's what's jalen carter going to be doing at, for the eagles you know mm. Which... I mean, I, I, mean I, I was sort of, I was sorry, Dan. I mean, I was just, just a bit worried that the Lions were going to draft him. But then again, the Lions are doing what they usually do and draft a running back, you know, really high up. 
uh, and they seem to be doing what they usually do. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's got into a good situation with Philadelphia because so I think they've got a lot of these. Uh, Previous teammates from Georgia uh, playing on that defense. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, I mean, the thing as well is it's sort of, you know, the kid's so young that hopefully what he's gone through this last sort of two or three months is going to change him into a better person, make him make, make him a bit more maybe appreciative of his position. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I hope he has a good, I hope he has a good career because uh, it all seems to be a bit weird that all this stuff what came out about Jalen Carter came out right before the draft and it had been hidden for what three or four months uh so somebody in georgia does not like that guy at all or he's, he's pissed somebody off along the way when he were at college but uh yeah i mean it'd be interesting to see his career but i think he's landed in a really good spot because he's he's on a winning team which i think helps i think uh if you, if you, you know even players are a bit disruptive they're on a winning team least you know that that seems to sort of iron out them sort of people because they're winning anyway Basically, it's one less thing for them to moan about. Mm-hmm. And they're pairing him up with Jordan Davis, who was on the, on the Georgia defensive mm-hmm. line the year before with him, who was, you know, they were battling back and forth for best defensive lineman on that team. And now, now they have, uh, they, they picked up Georgia's uh, Nolan Smith. So they're going to be playing. So mm-hmm. they're, they're like pairing all these Georgia players that are he's going to be comfortable around right and then he played well with so that was probably mm. the best situation for him to go to sad for yeah us. i i, I could yeah i mean if you had fallen to us down would you have took him if he'd have fallen to say if we stood at nine and he fell down to us would, would you have took him or would you have took an, an offensive lineman instead no. i say sad for us because that's it just it could possibly make Philadelphia a powerhouse that we're going to be going against mm. that we not we might not be able to overcome, you know, because it's mm. the perfect, probably the only best situation he could have gone to. I think anywhere else he, he would have had a, a huge chance of failure, but there, I think he has a huge chance for success. Mm. I wouldn't have taken him to answer. Your yeah, question. I agree. Yeah. Well, I know, I know you said he wanted, he did have that sort of, um, Maybe Chicago Bears can it to play what you know what they're usually after, especially the the ownership. But um, yeah. I think a lot of it was down down to uh, that we got a young uh, we got a young um, locker room, so we you know they're trying to build some in Chicago. So why bring in anybody in what's going to cause any ripples when you try when you try to build something from the start? So uh, I can under, I can understand why we did it, and we were desperately needing offensive linemen anyway. As an upgrade, so uh, I mean, I, I was quite happy with the pick what we made anyway. Uh, but yeah, I mean, good luck to, good luck to Jalen Carter. I mean, hopefully, he's learned, learned through his experience of this year and you know, makes him a better man and, and, and he continues to be a really good player as long I as will, he doesn't play well against the Bears. <laughs> right. I will say the, the Bears are one team that I, I would have given him a better shot at because of the ownership. You know, right, right. They might have been able to keep him in check, but I still wouldn't have taken him personally. Right. Which, which Chris, what show were you on that I, that wasn't working? Was that the first night? Was that draft night one? Uh, I think it might have been the pre-draft, the night before the draft, and then I tried to come on again on the on the first night of the draft, and it just it just won't let me. Well, it just won't work. You know, I was getting so much lag, it was ridiculous. We would have still been having the same conversation from Wednesday night now, Dan, 
if it had stayed on at that show. <laughs> Did you, when was, was it the beginning? I can't find it. I think, I can't remember, I'll be honest with you. Um, I, no, it, I think it was sort of maybe a couple, maybe an hour in or something like that. But um, yeah, we definitely tried two nights in a row and it, it didn't work. Oh, God, because I, I have got to show you your face, man, at the face. The face <laughs> I can't find it. Was it was, that was, could it, be a, was it the night that, that could Jordan be good. Um, I think it was. Yeah, I think I, I think I came on before Jordan did. Definitely, I'm sure I did. But literally, I was literally must have been on for about maybe a minute. What? What? Very long because of a lag was so bad. Yeah. Oh well. You might be doing the public a favor. I'm not showing them that for. Uh... Find it. <laughs> I really want to find it. All right, moving on. Um, let's go into. So then, we then we drafted cornerback after that. So we stayed defense. So you, how, yep. how are you feeling at that point? Now we're going cornerback again. And what did you think that means for Jalen Johnson? Um, I mean, I, I knew there was. Well, I had sort of a vibe that they were after a cornerback. Uh, I mean, you know that that position came up a lot of times in in shows I've watched and what I've been on and and, and stuff like that. So, I, 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 was, I was expecting to be quite defensive in this draft, but um, I think yeah, I think Jalen Johnson is another guy that's going to compete with him. You know, if we, have, I think maybe it might this might impact Kyler Gordon more than. Uh, more than Johnson, because it might mean that they might sort of start putting uh, Gordon a bit more in the slots because of the slot receiver. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he sounds like a really quality player. I don't think he's got that many interceptions uh, last year, which I, I was quite surprised about. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm happy with I'm happy with that pick, mate. Because, uh, say that, the end of last year, even, even when we had all the injuries, the, you know, the defensive bats played really well. Uh, and if we can start... You know, put a little bit more cream at the top, then uh, I'm all for that. You know, I can pull up um, some. Let me pull up some clips here of uh, Tyreek Stevenson, just to while we're talking about him, because I mean, the 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 dude is definitely playing on the outside. Yeah, he's definitely playing on the outside. So let's go here. All right, I can only go eight seconds. Okay, ready? I avoid a copyright claim. <laughs> <laughs> Here he is making a tackle. So he, I mean, he's he, he plays the run well. Good. He plays. I mean, he's a good uh, pass defender. He's quick. He's got speed. This guy's this guy's going to be a stud, man. This defense is going to be our secondary has is been completely overhauled i mean almost completely overhauled in the last two years and this is the strength mm. of our team with the addition of this guy i think i went too long on that damn it i was talking but uh this this is now seriously and our linebacker core and our defensive line now we'll talk about that in a minute because mm. we drafted two defensive interior defensive linemen this kind of reminds me of the draft where they got uh, Tommy Harris and Tank Johnson. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree, Dom. But do, do, what do you expect them to draft a defensive end there? I was quite surprised they went they drafted draft a defensive end in the draft. 
Uh, I mean, I, I think we I think we brought somebody over from Tennessee or Carolina in a trade earlier on, but uh, I thought that would have been a bit more emphasis. Unless they're going to try and get one in the free agency, uh, you know, obviously what's going to start again. But I thought they might try to get a DA, a DN in the draft. Mm-hmm. I think that they're going after Yannick. Right. All oh, right. That. Cool. Because there was speculation that they may have actually had a deal in the works with them and didn't want to announce it until after the draft so that people would think that they were going for a defensive end. We kind of talked right. about that. Right. Well, that makes sense. That would yeah, be amazing. That makes sense. Yeah. That is the case, right? Yeah. Because we are desperate for the DN, some DNs, aren't we, really? Because uh, last year's war. I mean, I don't know about. I mean, I know the guy Robinson who we drafted last year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he had a few good snaps, but I mean, he's probably still classed as a, a development player. Um, so you know, I just want us to get some studs on that that the end again, and uh, especially especially if his defensive tackles work out, uh, mm-hmm. that'd be amazing. Absolutely, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of high on the very final pick that they took. Um, well, the second to last pick. Uh, Travis Bell, that that defensive tackle too, he's intriguing. Right, six foot one, two eighty, and his character is out. He's off the charts, man. Off the charts. I'll, I should pull up that video of him. Did you see him last night? I didn't know. Um, it's a what? Did we actually draft him or did we get him as an undrafted free agent? Uh, he was the second. Uh, he was uh, right here. He was uh, the first pick in the seventh round. All right. So let me show you some uh, some. We're kind of all over the board right now. We should kind of go down the the the, the line here. Um, Tyreek Stevenson, you agree? Excellent. Playing. He's playing on yep. the outside. Yeah. Yep. Um, then we go Zach Pickens. Defensive mm-hmm. tackle again. What do you think when they did this? Did, did this remind you of that draft back in the early 2000s? Yeah, def- yeah definitely, mate. Yeah, I thought, yeah, especially like I think he's a really fucking big guy as well. Uh, but he's got a really, he's got a lot of af- athletic aspects to him and he can really move, uh, which seems to be, you know, that you need to be in that defense. Um, uh, I think he's been quite good at, at um, at pass rushing, but I think really as well they're going to work on his um, run stopping really in the middle. So yeah, I saw, I saw the size of the guy this morning. I'm like, yes, another big boy in the middle sounds good to me. Absolutely, man. It's like a let's look at him here. I think he's like six six, nearly three hundred pounds. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's six four, two ninety one. Wow, big guy. Jervon Dexter was. We were all a little, a little bit worried about his first step being a little slow, but uh huh. This guy might make up for it because I think this guy is playing a three tech, whereas Dexter's playing. He's going to play the nose. He'll play the the one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure something like that could be coached up anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know that. You know, is that you know. His passion abilities. I'm sure. I'm sure if he's doing some technique, what the coaches are happy about, or that you know they can teach some new techniques to get him quicker off the ball. I mean, the thing is, people got to remember that these players aren't the finished article. You know, I mean, they are like the elite of the college game, 
but they're not the finished article when it comes to the NFL. So uh, I always believe that players can be coached to get better all the time. Absolutely, man. Very well said. That's that's all you you're repeating everything we've all said. So, oh sorry, you know man. <laughs> no, you know what you're talking about. That's what I wanted to hear you say. Oh, oh well, yeah, we but all, I, all, all I do, Dan, is just watch everybody else's podcast, take notes, and nick all that information. <laughs> 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 oh, man. We have a we have a Don Burr sighting in the house here. Uh, did you saw that? Did you see that the Detroit uh, traded their uh, DeAndre Swift for a 2025 fifth round draft pick? Really? What that even yeah. a running back for him, wasn't it? Because uh, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't really understand their their. Um... Then again, I was quite surprised that the Bears took running back uh, because you know they've got quite a crowded running back room as it is, but. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't understand Detroit's drafting logic this year. But then again, I've never really understood their, their logic anyway. Um, okay. Maybe they're thinking that they've got the basics sorted out and they're just like adding little pieces to uh, get them over the line sort of thing, but we'll see. Well, after uh, after Don Burr, well, after the, the Lions traded Swift for that fifth-round pick in two years from now, I got a text from Don Burr. Detroit versus everybody, motherfucker. We just traded DeAndre Swift and fixed those motherfuckers for a fifth rounder. We're going to turn it into a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, baby. Hall of Famer in 2025 fifth round. <laughs> he, he was completely wrong because it was a fourth round pick, I think. <laughs> Let's show you how much he knows about football. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I never, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't I, you know, I've never quite got uh, got done really. I just don't understand the, I don't understand why he wants to spend so much time on 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 Bear's uh, podcast. I know, I know, we all say that, um, but um, I really don't understand it because last thing I'd want to do is go on to like uh, a Green Bay Packers web, uh, podcast or uh, a Lions or a, a Vikings podcast just to give a bit of shit. Uh, but yeah, good on you, yeah. good on you, Don. We'll see what it's like at the end of the season, mate. Well, I mean, you got it. You got to give him credit, right? You do. You do. He's persistent. I'll give him that. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows who he is. So that's it, man. He's got a name. He's saying every he said Detroit's getting rave reviews. Mickey, Mickey, thanks for joining us. Mickey's saying Jervon's slow first step was partly by design at Florida, as he was asked to mirror. Well said, ah. Mickey. Cheers, Mickey. We didn't know that, so that's that's great to know, mate. Mickey, I think that you emailed me many, many, many moons ago to join the show, and um, I think I reached back out to you when I when I kind of came back from the barroom over to here. So uh, you're welcome to join the show anytime if you would like. You have you have my email. Um, I think we're going to be doing Thursdays now. So let us know if you'd like to join this show sometime. And if you don't have the email, I can give it to you right here. This includes you, Don. <laughs> I honestly would not be a dick to you if you came on the show. I'd like to talk football with you, man. Yeah. And I'm serious about that. I mean, I mean, I'm a bit served, Dan. I mean, I, I would be a dick to him as well because... That that's one of the things that always, when I was younger, always put me off, you know, English football, soccer, because right. it's such, it's so sort of like, you know, yet so well, especially when I was younger in the eighties, there was so much like football violence, hooliganism that 
I just hated it, and I always never understood it as well. You know what I mean? It's right. not really in my in my makeup to be like that. Um, so yeah, I, I, if I spoke to Dom, I'd speak to Dom, man. You know what I mean? I just don't get him. That's probably why I want to speak to him. <laughs> he likes when you says mate. I, I love when you say mate. Mate. I love it. <laughs> well, I'd have, say, I'd have to say, Dan, that your attempt of a fucking Yorkshire accent again started off a bit like that, Sad. Oi, oi, Sad, oi, fuck off, wanker. It was a bit like that, Sad. You're a bit like a, a Cockney Londoner. And then it turned into some sort of weird pirate, like, at the end. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I have it for you. Yeah, that's right, mate. You done one pissed me off. I'm giving you a proper beating. Well, I'll beat him, mate. <laughs> All right, listen, let's listen to it again. Yeah, that's right, mate. You done one pissed me off. I'm giving you a proper beating. Don't pick me off, mate. You sound, you sound as good as, uh, oh, God, what would it call now? The actor who were in Mary Poppins who played the chimney sweep. The American actor, Dick Van Dyke. Is it what it's Dick Van Dyke? And you, his accent's about as good as yours, mate. <laughs> You'd be all right as a Cockney. You sound like a Cockney Londoner. So I'll give you that, but you don't sound anything about like a Northerner at all. I, I, I think our accent's quite flat, you see. But I, I, like, I, like, I like all this, Dan. Oh, I'm going to hit you, Sad. I'm going to hit you, Sad. <laughs> So wait, give me your best, uh, redo that for me so I can have the audio. So I want you to go, so I'll play it for you, and then I want you to repeat it, okay? So it, it, including the, yeah, okay? So I'm going to play it for you and then repeat it so I can, I can have the recording and I can redo it. What do you want to redo yeah. it? What's I'm going to absolutely, I'm going to beat you up, mate. <laughs> what do you want me to do in, a, in my normal accent or? Uh, no, I want or, you to do it just like, like. Just like you're kicking this guy's ass, but just repeat, right. repeat exactly this. Let me play it one more time for you. Yeah, that's right, mate. You done one pissed me off. I'm giving you a proper beating. <laughs> all right, all right, go. Wow, right. that's all right, mate. You proper pissed me off. I'm going to give you a right beating. <laughs> nice. So you would have said it completely fucking different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot more, more, a lot more monitored, I think, up north than uh, down south. But yeah, you, you sound like you're like in some sort of uh, like uh, I don't know, like uh, a fucking period drama from from like twenty years ago. You know, like you know, do do you know something about the London, the London suburbs of nineteen eighteen when everybody's living in squalor? <laughs> you're the one accent. Like I'm pretty good at doing accents. Like my 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 wife loves when I talk like in a French accent. That she, she I just I'll be walking around the house just talk like wee wee wee. Can you help me on the fridge? for me, you know. But I just can't do your fucking accent. I don't know what it is. Well, I don't know, Dad. I mean, I I really can't do your accent as well, man. <laughs> so you got to do the me. So man, work on man. your vowel vowels. Man, so go, go say vowel man, vowel man. There you go. So hey, hey man, hey, hey damn man. Yeah, that's that's right because both Linda's the same thing as well. She go man. So yeah, hey, hey damn man, how you doing, buddy? Damn the man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but instead of buddy, you gotta say but buddy, buddy, uh, but 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 buddy. 
buddy instead of buddy. All right, birdie, 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 buddy, buddy. So repeat after me: vowel, vowel, man, man, dog, dog, buddy, buddy. Those are your four words to work on to try to repeat my accent. <laughs> repeat your accent, Dad. No problem, man. Now, what are my four words that you can give me that I can work on to to try to repeat your accent? Oh God, um, <laughs> God, I just can't think. Uh, probably best way is to probably give you like some Yorkshire slang, so like "Hey up," that that's like "Hello," "Hey, hey up, up, love." Uh, I tell me, that's a really old Yorkshire accent. Tell me, it's like. I tell you, so it's tell V's you, so I tell V. Um, that's that's that you're getting it done now. You're getting it straight away. Um, just just go a bit deeper, I think. Tell V. So yeah. So hey, hey up, lass. Uh, tell V. Uh, tell V. That's it. Uh, what else? Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else, particularly Yorkshireish. Um, off to pub. Um, yeah, off to pub. We sit, we sit, we, that's why we sound a bit stupid because we sit like surfing's in the most basic way possible up here. But uh, off to pub, off for a fight and then a curry. <laughs> off to pub, off for a fight and then a curry. Yeah, it's good. It's good to, I have to figure out how you, how you, how you, how you hold your mouth when you talk. <laughs> yeah, you got really posh again, Dad. <laughs> Just thinking the most. Just thinking the most common sounding accent you can, and then you'll probably get to like halfway between a Yorkshire accent. Because <laughs> I love when you're when you're trying to repeat my words like vowel. You open your mouth. You're like vowel. Vowel. <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. man. So I'm trying to repeat yours. I'm like trying to hold my mouth like this. <laughs> yeah. All I have to do is go sure, sure. Are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> For me, it'd be like, are are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We got we have some people in here. Leo, thanks for joining us, man. Really? <laughs> this is what this is what me and Dan do all the time when we're speaking to each other, just to speak, and this is sort of conversations what we have. So uh just try and keep up with us, man. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's the, the best thing to do, and I just I'm gonna keep repeating this, is to do a show just with you because Yes. Do you, there's, there's, pro, there's proper time to laugh for the lag, mate. <laughs> oh yeah, down, go down, go up, mate. Go, they say go up, mate. Go up, mate. <laughs> go up, mate. Go up, mate. Like that. That's it. That's it. That's it. You get it, yeah, man. You getting it? There's pro, there's proper time. There's proper time for the lag, mate. Ah, is yeah. That it? There's proper time no. for the lag, mate. <laughs> Pro proper, proper. So it's sort of like pro proper time. That's what, that's how it is. It's we sort of don't really say things fully. I don't think. Proper time for the lag. Like, that's what, that's proper what it time. is. It's proper time yeah. for the lag, mate. Proper no, time, pro man. Proper time. Lag, mate. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants to know. What you so got, now you can you... walk it up. So well, sorry, go on. sorry, Dad. Go on. No, say it. Say it. No, I've just, I've just got images now of you boring Kitty's head off and you going walking around the house trying to do my accent. <laughs> no, she's going to be smacking me in the back of the head all the time. Kit, 
Yeah. yeah. Can, you just go, can you just go back to the Frank Jackson or whatever? <laughs> hey up, love. Just say hey up, love. That, you can't get any more Yorkshire than that. Hey up, love. That, that's for the Yorkshire. She'll just keep telling me, you you just can't do it. Just give it up. And I'll be like, no, I'm, I'm going to get this. I'll be like, no, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> and, if, and if you are going to do this, can you do it outside and maybe do it to the dogs instead? <laughs> Do it to the dogs when I'm gone. Yeah, um, please. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, there's a lot of people that want to know what you think of Roshan Johnson, the, the running back that we got from uh, Texas. I, I'm, I'm excited about the kid, man. Uh, this, is, this is a pick I was quite surprised about. Uh, I know he was, he was, you know, he had to play a lot behind uh, the guy who got picked uh, by the Falcons. But yeah, I mean, I think it, it sounds like a bit like a David Montgomery with a bit more speed um, to me. So yeah, I'm very excited. But I was, I was quite surprised that the um, the drafted a running back that high, really, because you know we, we sort of got the guy from Carolina who did really well after McCaffrey went to the Forty Niners. Tip 49ers, that's for the Yorkshire. Tip 49ers. And, um, and yeah, I mean, we've got quite a, quite a, you know, like quite a full running back room already. So uh, I know it's more competition, but I think they were just weird that maybe they haven't got a guy who can put his shoulder down, but also has a breakaway speed. Because um, I think, I think basically they really wanted to side David Montgomery again. I don't know. You know what happened? Why uh, I don't know if it was money or whatever, but um, I think they've got like a, another David Montgomery with a bit more speed. I'm, I got to be honest, I don't know what what to think yet. Mm. I, you know, I, think I, bet, I was very surprised. Yeah, I, I I think because the eye was so heavily on Bajan Robinson that I just never even gave this guy any thought mm. whatsoever. I was really high on uh, Abanacanda. Um. I was really high on Tajay Spears until I found out he didn't have a, an ACL in one of his knees. Wow. Um, Leo Factor saying that Roshan is the second graded best pass blocking running back in the draft, which is huge. So it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm becoming more and more sold on him by the second with, you know, Leo Factor and other people like that saying stuff like this. He's a good catching mm. back. There was a really nice, uh, uh, highlight that I saw of him doing a really nice like turnaround one-handed catch out of the backfield and then just turned around and blasted through a guy and all the way down the left sideline. So traits like that are nice. Mm. I mean, I mean the, uh, the, 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 the emphasis on being a, a good uh, pass blocker really excites me because uh, a lot of running backs these days just don't like doing it. And when I played running back, I used to love it. I mean, obviously, when I played, you could chop block people. So I used to love it when you used to get, like, a, you know, a big defensive end coming towards me. And I could just absolutely level it in by, by taking his knees out. But I used to, I used to love pass blocking as much as I used to do all, on the, all the rest of the game. Uh, so mm. I'm glad that we've got somebody who can do that because uh, I know Herbert's not a very good uh, pass blocker. Uh, I'm not too sure about the guy out of Carolina we've got, but um, yeah, I mean, he sounds like he sounds to me like the sort of he's there to replace David Montgomery's role. That's what it feels like to me. Right here, the, I think that he's going to fit this running scheme fabulously, mm. and that's why they chose him because the zone, right, the zone running scheme that we run, and he's going to just hit that hole. Once he gets through that first line of defense, 
He's a bruiser. He's feisty. Mm. You know, a lot of times you have running backs like this where they're the, the second back on that on their college team and they come out and they're the better back in the NFL. Happens a lot. So mm. I mean everyone is is really uh they're turning me on to the guy. I'm I'm starting to like the idea of him. At first I thought Good. like you thought, a little high. Took a mm. took a while for another running back to go. Mm. And Kanda uh, was the next one, but it was like the next round. And I don't know. People were saying that Banakanda, uh, I think J- J2K was saying that uh, his knock was he didn't have good vision, Abanakanda. Right. So this guy's more of a bruiser. Uh, Pete, or Samo yesterday was saying that he clocked the fastest. He, he was like the fastest uh, timed. He, got, he, he reached 22 miles per hour in a game. And that's wow. the fastest of any college player last year. Well, that's Despite- good to know because that's that's really good to know because that that one of one of the put downs of Dave Montgomery is I didn't have that breakaway speed, which I sort of half argued against really because the thing what Dave Montgomery had is that he might not have had that that lightning speed, but he made up for it with other aspects of how he ran the ball. Uh, it's not all about just being a sprinter playing running back. It's about you know getting your paddle level down and taking on people and. Uh, and manning up and and, uh, and 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 staying in bounds sometimes got an extra yard, um, so yeah, I mean that's really, really good if he's got that pace in him as well, and he's and he don't, and he likes a bit of contact. Uh, that's what you want for running back in my eyes. I asked, I posed this question uh, yesterday, and nobody really answered it because we were, there were so many people. We just kind of moved on to something else. But I'd like to know what your thoughts are on on this question. Um. The 40-yard dash, I think that a lot of, you know, it's actually don't think, it's it's true. The hardest part of the 40-yard dash is when you're, you have to get down in that perfect stance, right? Then you, mm. you're holding yourself and you're almost shaking because you're, you're trying to get so perfect because if you fuck that up, you have to restart it. Well, that burst from there to when you get out of that stance, that, that stance, that initial burst, is so critical to your 40 time that by the time you reach the 40, you, if you could have just had 10 more yards, you would have been the fastest guy in the draft, right? But it, it ended at the 40. So the people that are able to get off that off the line that quick are the ones that are in addition, they can add to the, the speed and, and then they're the fastest guy in the draft, right? So mm-hmm. I posed the question, a, if you had an extra 10 yards, if you did like three versions of the 40, one do like a 50-yard dash, uh, and then the other would be just having them line up in a like a wide receiver stance and run the 40 from there, just to see how they run the 40 from a wide receiver stance, right? What do you think about that? Like, do you, th- do you think that mm. do you think that people can actually gain speed past the 40-yard dash? Is what I'm saying to to be faster than maybe the guy that was the uh, fastest yeah no I, I definitely agree with that Dan because when I come when I used to do athletics at school and I'd I'd quite I mean I, I was like one of the fastest in our year at school. You know like when it's school who's the fastest at school and stuff like that. Uh, but I, I was one of the fastest in my age group. I must admit I used to that like the middle of the hundred meters is when I sort of used to really sort of take over that take over the race really. Um, but I mean, I, I mean, I suppose regarding the forty-yard dash I'm doing at the moment, you can tell they've all been coached about how to 
start, you know, like make a sprinter start where you, you're supposed to stay low with your head and, and, and drive drive your arms and then gradually go up. But um, I like the idea of them being a bit more like a, like a game situation, 40-yard dash, like you're saying about, you know, having a wide receiver actually line up as a wide receiver and maybe you could do something similar for, for the running backs uh, and other positions. Um, I mean, I'm mean, not... To me, the combine, it's just to me, it's just about really showing you can people take the pressure of that day of producing on that day rather than the actual physical traits. Because, you know, by that time, everybody knows what sort of player you are. You know, everybody knows your physical traits. But I think a lot of the combine seems to me is about, you know, emphasizing like the, you know, the pressure of, of actually producing a performance when you're asked to do it in front of, you know, Import mm-hmm. people and, and, and in, a, in, a, in a stressful situation. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd always go, more, I think uh, Greg Gabriel's talked about this like, you know, you, you're still going to go back to game, you know, game video and how they played throughout, throughout a season rather than the, you know, just how to perform at certain aspects of the combine. So I understand why they do it, but uh, I, I'd like to see a bit more sort of uh, games scenarios when they do some of these drills because. All, all, all you have to do is just practice them drills all the time, don't you? Until you're going up to the draft, up to the combine. Sorry, so uh, they're not. It's not. It's not sort of natural, really. But I, I understand the the ethos behind it. Uh, but I would like to see a bit more sort of, uh, you know, a bit more sort of game emphasis on, on some of the drills rather than it, you know, just being just like you know a drill. Don't really. Well, they are. Oh, being something, but I think I'm absolutely just rambling, so I will stop right now because I'm, I'm just going in circles. <laughs> no, man, this is you and I talking. That's why we're doing this. I, you know, <laughs> when you when I see you on the Barfly Tailgate show, you're just like this. Well, you see, yeah, but the thing is, though, like, it, it, it's because it's, it's been a draft, you see, and once you get like Jordan going, you just got to let the guy go. Yeah, because because I learn from from doing shows with people like Jordan. Because you know, I've always said I'm not not a I don't really follow college football, so it's my chance to actually learn about you know the players what are coming through to the draft. But uh, yeah, I mean that's how I look all the time. Anyway, sort of quite miserable. I look like I've just hit somebody or somebody. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I mean we had on we had Jordan on the uh, the Draftsmith Eve show, and you know he. It, I just kind of I let him go too. That's just what he does, you know. So that's why you have him on the show to let him go. Yeah, you know he's yeah. going to do that, you know. So that's I right. get it. It's also hard to talk with that many people on a show, you know. It's so it's that's why yeah. I like to one on one with you when you know I'm I like to let you go because the more that you talk, the little easier it gets for everybody to understand once you formed a few sentences, you know, about people what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, well, people start to understand your accent. I'm being, I'm being honest. Yeah, you know that's how no, I. No, no, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. The first time I heard you talk, I was like, I can't understand anything you're saying. You know, and you've heard, you've seen people say that. You know. Oh yeah. And, I mean, I mean, I'll be honest with you, Dan. I mean, I've, I've only half really understood what you've been on about since I met you. <laughs> But seriously, the more, the, the, I like letting you talk because I like hearing what you have to say. And the more that you you kind of get on a roll, you know, it does become easier for you to understand, for anybody to understand. Cool. And, cool. and we all have yeah. your accent. 
Yeah, I bet, I bet, I mean, uh, I mean, I love doing the Barfly show because all of the guys I'm on the show with, and I mean, my time really is, is you know, when the season's kicked off, and we can, you right. know, when we're reviewing games, that's, that's what I like to do. I like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I know, obviously, you know, I want the, I want the Bears to draft as well as I can, but I just don't get that massively excited about the whole draft procedure, to be honest with you. It's, uh, maybe I would do if, if I watch more college football because I know the players, but the whole process, it, you know, and also as well is how many times can you talk about the same thing over and over again and make it sound interesting to people. And also as well, when it's a draft, it's a lot more to do with people's opinions rather than actual facts. Like when you watch it, when you're reviewing a game, you know, you're, you're actually reviewing things that have actually happened. So, you know, that happened and... Where, where with draft, it's, it's all down to what your opinion is on a certain player. So, uh, you know, I, have, I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm an expert enough at all to, to uh, call myself anything to do with the draft as an expert. I understand how it all works. I understand the trading element. It's just because I don't follow college football, really. And, you know, I'm just right. a Bears fan. And I'm just like, I just love watching the Bears play. And, and you know, that, that's my sort of uh, side of it anyway. I'm right there with you. I mean, I, I don't watch college football either, but I this is the least I will say this is the least prepared I've ever been for a draft. To be honest with you right, because, all right. because of doing this. You know, when you're trying to uh, do a job, I'm working, and then you're trying to set this this stuff up, prepare for this. Um, not only that, but coming back from the bottom onto my own channel, kind of redoing mm -hmm. some production stuff for it and like wow I, I really i feel like i was the the least prepared i've ever been for a draft for this one because of running the channel when I, when i thought i would be more prepared you know so i'm right there with you on that it's yeah it's, it's fun just to sit back uh like like we did all week uh, all through the draft and then listen to what everybody else had to say about it because then i could get i can start to get excited about some of these players i'm pulling up clips and we're looking at them and we can you know, that's when it gets fun. You see what you have mm. now. And you just you find everything that you can on them and you try to learn as much as you can about what you have mm. on tape so far. Mm. That, that's what I yeah, like I mean, to do. I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm very much the same, Dan. I mean, I mean, that's why I love doing shows though, with people like Jordan. He's, he's sort of, I always learn so mm -hmm. much. And, and uh, I watch you like draft on tap on the Barrow Network and, and uh, you know, and also, you know, uh, what you guys did over this last sort of week on BCP. Uh, uh, so yeah, I, I just find that all a learning experience because I'm, I'm a lazy man, as you know, Dan. So I'm not going to sit there for hours going through college football about a, a defensive tackle from some some weird state somewhere near New Mexico. You know, I'm right. a lazy man, so yeah. I need these podcasts and all, and all you people to to give me the information for me to. Uh, to, to steal and then making you're, my own little words. <laughs> you're so lazy that even you're so lazy that sitting in a chair being lazy, just looking at stuff is too lazy. <laughs> it's too lazy. <laughs> There's too much work. It's too much there. of a commitment. That's why. That, yeah. That's why. That's far too much of a commitment, Dan. For God's sake, man. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh, oh, fucking lazy I am I'm so lazy I can't even sit in a chair and be lazy <laughs> and look at this it's just too much work <laughs> yeah it's just it's just too much work Dan it's just too much work you know sitting here and, and, and scrolling through 
YouTube videos, YouTube. Yeah. That's far too work, mate. What I usually do is I usually do like uh like uh like like if like this morning I was up quite early, so I would do like I always do like a little bit of a you know a little bit of reaching and, and you know i go through different podcasts and, and so it like you know i turn it to a show without knowing anything but i'm just it's just i don't it's just i'm not right really into analytics i'm not an analytic sort of guy that don't really interest me at all so that's probably right. why the draft i'm not saying it's my least favorite part of the nfl sort of year but it's not one of my favorites to be honest with you you know my favorite is that first First game kickoff time, where you know it's a new season, everything's fresh. You know what I mean? It's turning to autumn. It's you know you know you've got like four months of football to look forward to, uh, and that, that that's my time. So yeah, I'm a very very lazy man. <laughs> but even what you just said seemed like a lot of work. But well, like that, and then I pull out my yeah, notebook. Uh, Shit, you're, now you're writing stuff down. I mean, geez, that's oh yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, even even as I was talking, even as even when I was speaking to your dad, I was thinking, "This is too much effort. This is too much effort to say all these words." <laughs> I don't know how you wrote all that shit down with as lazy as you are. Uh, oh, it took you know that 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 well that well you know that's out of like you know fear of going onto a show not knowing anything at all. <laughs> That's that's perfectly fine, man. That's why why that's why it's like we, we talked about just doing a show about nothing, just hanging out and talking because I just want yeah. to talk. I, uh, <laughs> I all, that all that that idea all stems from. Sorry, sorry, Dad. No, it stems from finish. Uh, I mean that all stems from, from from watching Seinfeld for years, where the like him, uh, Seinfeld and George have to pitch like a like a a, a comedy idea to the networks, and George goes. It's a show about nothing. What do you do today? And the guy goes, well, I got up, come to work. He went, that's a show. And he's like, look at it. He goes, because it's on TV. People don't watch anything on TV. So right. it's a show about nothing. But a show about nothing's about everything in some way. So it uh, depends which, which way your point of view is. Well, you'll have to come on the Pontificators podcast that, that I created now based on all the pontificating I've done and talk about nothing on that show. Because we we get we get off into definitely definitely we get, we get off into pontificating subjects about nothing and about the bears, and then it's like, well, I just decided, fuck, it, I'm just going to make a pontificating show about nothing. So you have to come join on that show. It's on YouTube. I just started it. It's, oh, definitely, mate. Because... No, no, I remember you saying I've been meaning to watch it, but that's uh, definitely my sort of vibe show where you can just. You know, I just love it when conversations just take you to a different place from where you first started. That's yeah. what I really love. And uh, if you got a good set of people who are all sort of, uh, you know, open-minded and, and up for a bit of a laugh and stuff, then uh, yeah, I'm all up for that, mate. So yeah, let us know when you when you when you got a spare place to me, and I'll uh, do a bit oh, of pontificating sure. with you. Oh, oh, love that. Oh. Uh, I, I, wanted, I wanted to point out something here that Leo Factor says, back to football, Roshan runs like Isaiah Pacheco from the Chiefs. And, uh, I'm sorry, from the Chiefs, where he's going to put his pads down and fight for yards more than try to be elusive. Roshan is 6'2". He has size. And let's not forget, too, that you also pointed out earlier that he's this fucking fantastic blocking back. So that's very similar to Isaiah Pacheco, too. I mean, he's he had some... <laughs> excellent walter payton like blocks last year for 
uh, Mahomes. So uh, that that's an excellent point, man. Leo has Leo has been basically our uh, draft analysis uh, from chat the last uh, several days, giving us all the information. Oh, Leo's great. Yeah, Leo's great, great. great help to the channel. Thank you, Leo, man. Yeah. Appreciate you so much. Uh, he says this this staff had Titman, JMS, Oluwatami, and decided not to draft them. They must believe in Lucas, Patris, Patrick, Whitehair, and let's not forget about Kramer, hoping they made the right move. Mm -hmm. And let's not forget about Dieter Iselin, too. I think I don't know. Are you what do you think? What do you think about what I don't think anybody really has talked about Dieter in chat. What do you guys think about Dieter mm -hmm. for center being in the rotation or being a part of the rotation if there's an injury? Um and do you think that could have been some of the reason too, with along with Kramer that they did? Yeah. <clears throat> um, I mean, is, is Kramer the the center what we um, drafted last year from Illinois? Did we draft yeah. a center from Illinois last year? Yeah. Is, is that the is that the guy? Yeah, uh, Doug Kramer. Yeah, yeah. But he he never started like didn't he? Was he on special teams or anything like that, or when he just on on the practice squad? Um, he had a season-ending injury. In training camp, I think. All oh, right. Yeah. All oh, right. Oh, fucking hell. And then Squeegee says that um, Roshan Johnson is a—he's also a, thir a three-down back. Herbert's going to be on waiver soon. Hmm. That could be. That could oh, be. Right. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. I mean, or I mean, I, I, if there's the odd back out, I'd have to say for now, it's it's definitely um, the dude that they drafted last year. Fuck, his name's Ebner. gone. Thank you. Trust in Ebner. I can't yeah. see that guy yeah. making the team. We only took one yeah, back. Yeah, I feel, I, feel, I, feel, I, feel, I feel for that guy a bit because I never feel like he, he really needed, for me, he looked like he really needed like a whole series. But like they used to just put him in for like, you know, maybe the odd couple of plays, running plays like in a half. And for a running back, really, it's like, it's like you want to get into like a bit of a, I don't know. You just you just need a few carries just to get you at the feel of the game. You know what I mean? And the feel of the opposition. It's hard to do when you just get a carry one quarter, and then you got to wait until the second half to to, to get your next sort of uh, workload. So it, you know, I just don't forget that sort of consistency in carries. But um, I mean, he was supposed to be like quite a, a speedy sort of scat back when he coming out of college, and he just sit with a bit flat footed to me. I don't know if it like the scheme didn't fit his running style. Or anything like that, but yeah, I mean, I could see him being a bit of a a, a cut casualty over the next sort of three or four months. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about the next pick here. Getting your thoughts on these guys. We have Tyler Scott, the wide receiver from oh, yeah. Cincinnati. I, I'm uh, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, very happy with this pick because he's a bit of a burner. I've been reading a bit, had a bit of a bit read about him today, and I think he's one of these guys what can uh, stretch the field. And uh, I mean, looking at the, I mean, DJ Moore, looking at all the guys, but I wouldn't say we've got a strictly uh, an out and out speed guy. Um, so I think this could be like a really good pick for us. Uh, and yet again, it's all about adding competition to that group because that group last year were absolutely terrible, the wide receiver group. And, uh, if you could just bring some sort of difference to the group, because, uh, you know, Claypool's a big guy, uh, you know, then you got Mooney. I reckon Mooney might get, like, shoved into a bit more of a slot position 
uh, next season. If we get like some bigger outside guys, we've got Pace with Claypool and maybe this guy and, and DJ Moore. So uh, I think DJ Moore's definitely going to be our number one and then it'll be let the rest fight out for the rest of the uh, you know, rest of the wide receiver positions for next season. Yeah, there's somebody made a comp in uh, chat yesterday to Willie Galt. They comped him to Willie Galt. Wow. Uh, and, I th and, and we looked at the at the height and weight, and it's very similar. He this guy is six foot, no five eleven, buck seventy seven, and Willie Galt was six foot one eighty one. So mm -hmm. they're almost. Is he the as same fast as Willie Galt? Because Willie Galt. Uh, he right. ran this guy really got an absolute burner. Yes, he was. And if he, if that guy wasn't underthrown, he would he would he would have been in the end zone there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rewind that last that last play there. That would be nice to have some serious. I mean, we're going to have some serious speed on this team in our wide receiver core now. This kid's a burner, mm -hmm. man. Very excited about this pick. And he's got he's got good. I mean, he's let's see. Was I right about his height and weight? Because he seems a little a little bigger than. Uh... Mm. Looks a bit bigger than the height you mentioned. Yeah. Okay. So he's he's five ten. Yeah, five ten one seventy seven. He looks bigger than that, doesn't he? In the film? No, oh, you froze up. Oh, I gotta, I gotta get a screenshot of that. Yeah, I'll say it looks a bit bigger. It looks, it looks a bit. It looks... You froze up again, and I, I was trying oh, to get. Do man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, Dad. I, this, you know, Dad. I'm not actually freezing up. It's just how I am in real life. <laughs> And then I'll go again. <laughs> that probably explains a lot of my words in life. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I used to, I used to, I, I used, to, I used to work at a, like a printer's. This is years and years ago, twenty-five years ago, and my nickname was Slow Mo. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot, a lot slower doing my job. They just call me Slow Mo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well th this guy is definitely not slow-mo let's get back to this, some more of these highlights of him squeegee see squeegee seeing him as a return special teamer oh like a return guy right right cool yeah punt returner maybe i could see that too. yeah i think that's the first thing that we what, said what, what, what do you sorry dad I was done. No, I'll just say what they reckon they're going to do with um, uh, Vilas Jones. You know, the guy we picked up last year who couldn't seem to catch a brick. Yeah, that's another thing we we were talking about. If I mean, Vilas is probably going to be our kick returner now, and this kid could be our punt returner, I think. Right. And maybe he could be – if he could be some insurance in case Mooney isn't um, – doing well squeegee thinks hester 2.0 mm -hmm. with this kid maybe oh wow maybe 
we definitely need somebody like that on this team again, don't we? Uh, oh, definitely. I think I think definitely that'll give us a really nice mix of uh, of wide receivers with different strengths as well. You know, and it'll it'll be it'll make it harder for you know opposition's defense to, to figure out which man they should put on who. You know, if you've got a nice mix to do a bit of motioning, you know, get a get a guy in the slot uh, because. I, I, I just yeah, I just think uh, it's just going to be so exciting if DJ Moore really sort of works in Chicago. You know, what I mean, I'm just so hoping about I'm just hoping that Fields is going to have that same thing what uh, the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback had last season when they when they traded for like a really good wide receiver for him. Uh, and I just thought that Fields is you know that's that's going to be the same for Fields really. Yeah, this is what, what do we have here as our wide receiver group? We have now we have so we got DJ Moore, we have mm-hmm. uh, the dude from Clay, we have Claypool, we have um, Mooney, Mooney, we have uh, EQ, right? Bayless Jones, Bayless Jones. Yeah. Now we have this kid. They 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 signed. Some UDFA, his name is Thyric Pitt, Thyric Pitt Jr. Triple R put his wow. name up here earlier. He gave us his numbers here too. Where are they at? Uh, Thyric Pitt is six foot three, two hundred pounds, runs a four four forty, a four three nine forty. So maybe that's number seven. Who else is there? Am I missing somebody? I just keep thinking now. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, that guy we got from Kansas City, what never seemed to play at all last year. I don't know if he's still on the roster. Uh, I can't remember his name. Oops, hold on a second. What am I doing here? There we go. Oh, we had. Oh, um, they re-signed somebody too. So I don't know. This this receiver room looks better to me. We'd be lucky mm. if he was Hester point five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we would. Thank you, Nikhil, <laughs> or Mr. Mayhem, Nikhil Harry. I think he's still on the team. Nice pickup, anyway. All right, that... yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, it's just, uh... I mean, that, that Nikhil Harry as well. That were a bit of a mystery next year, from last season, anyway. Because when he used to, when he actually played, he used to he, like in every game, he'd make like a couple of really, really hard catches. And then they just seem to take him off in the same series. And, and I always thought, well, he looks like a, a guy what would be really good in the end zone because, you, know, like, you know, he's like a big, tall, solid guy. Uh, you know, a lot of these, like, hard, hard catches were, like, good. I was quite surprised that the lack of play actually got a less... A less... I see. Were down to how he there we go. I think I got it. I'm trying to get him when he freezes up. <laughs> trying to get a screenshot of him when he freezes up. <laughs> uh, what would I freeze up? <laughs> that means I've got to try and make the show look good all the time. <laughs> I think I just lost it. Damn it! Where'd it go? When I freeze up, I usually when I when I do when I. Are you froze up now? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no, see, now you're fucking with me. <laughs> I thought you were that time. <laughs> <laughs> so you were right. You you do you do just freeze up on purpose. No, that I do that. Purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I do it on purpose, mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that's. I have got to find that clip of you, man. It is absolutely freaking hilarious, man. I, I must, I, need... I must look appalling then if it's hilarious. See, and you're still saying that it was on the first night, right? That you were on the I'm show. Sure it, I'm sure it was, but. I'm sure I try to come on before Jordan comes, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong, Dan, because uh, you know it's four days. It's four days ago. My short-term memory doesn't really work very well anymore. So <laughs> I, I could. It could have been the night after. I'm not sure. To be honest with you. Damn it! When you do four shows in a row, four marathons in a row that are eight hours, you lose track of what show, what was what. <laughs> Because I have got to show you your. I thought face, you were going to say you lose track of you've lost. You've, I thought you were going to say that you lost. You lose whole track of life, world, and what's going on in the universe. Because <laughs> eight hours long when I saw it this morning, I woke up um, just to see, just to see, you know, what you guys have been saying. I'm like, eight hours, man, for fuck's sake, Dan. <laughs> for anybody that rewatches those, God bless you and thank you. You know, that, I mean, I'm, I am I, I'm driving home for 12 hours tomorrow. So that's something that I would listen to if I wasn't having have done this. You know, I would listen to that. I'd be like, oh, thank God uh -huh. I can get through. this. It's an eight hour conversation about the bears, you know, <clears throat> but I don't know. Yeah. It's got to be brutal. But uh, so moving on to the next pick for you, my friend. Mm -hmm. Noah, Noah Sewell. This is the this is the guy yeah, this, that you were. This... Uh... Yeah, I was quite sort of um, surprised that we took a linebacker actually in the, in the draft because obviously you know we got we got the guy from Philadelphia and we brought some in other guys through free agency and you got Jack Sandburn, the uh, the jackhammer. But yeah, that that's why I was quite surprised that they picked a linebacker actually. What 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 are your thoughts, Dan? Well, it was funny because right around this time in the draft, it was it was right before the Tyler Scott pick. J2K says, don't be surprised if they start going special teams here, guys. And we're like, what? Special teams right here? What, what was that? What round was that? In the fourth round? Special teams already? He's like, yeah, they could be looking for a returner or blah, blah, blah. And then they, then they go and get Tyler Scott. And then... Boom, the next pick, they draft Noah Sewell, and we're like, fuck, I guess you were right. <laughs> because this guy seems to me like a special teamer. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's a maybe right, he's right. maybe he's a backup will. I don't know. What do you what do you think, Leo? What do you think, Mayhem? Squeegee, Steve? I'd like to know what you guys think about this because I, I'm 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 there with you, Chris. Not sure about this guy. Yeah. I don't, don't you think that it's quite a high round to pick a, a guy just specifically to use him as a special teamer? Wouldn't that be something what he'd be wanting to do, like you know, like in the last couple of rounds, or maybe try and get an undrafted free 
agent or a free agent in, but I mean, they might have seen something in what we, we just don't know about and, and feel like he can, you know, he can fit into their defensive scheme as well. Because uh, we all know sort of Eberfluss like sort of, you know, fast guys, uh, people who are good in space. It, it might be down to that as well. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think that's pretty well said by, by you right there because I think that's kind of the the consensus of this. I mean, I, it's it, I was kind of the same thing with that. They could have gotten something like this a little bit later, I think. That, but do, do you know what's interesting is that he's Penny Sewell's brother, the Lions' defensive tackle. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be that'd be interesting when o they play each other. <laughs> offensive tackle. Sorry. That that could be interesting when they play against each other if you get get on the pitch at the same time. Yeah, if he's on the field at the same time, I if he's on special teams, I don't see Penny Sewell uh, blocking for him. Maybe maybe he will. <laughs> I guess Penny Sewell would play on special teams line, right? I imagine so. Yeah, if he if he's if he's not started. Squeegee is saying, uh, or Steve Phillips is saying, young young linebacker talent is always welcome. Squeegee's saying he can play both Sam and Will. He's a nasty SOB. His hands are elite. And then Steve is saying developing linebackers is key to long-term success. They don't last long. So that's well said, guys. Yeah, and I agree. The, the, when everybody, when the questions went around yesterday, the first thing when they said, "What do you? What's your first thought of this?" I said, "I love that he's Samoan." Everyone was like, "What the mm. fuck does that mean?" I was like, well, Samoans are just strong. Like you're saying, he's a nasty SOB, Squeegee. They just have a strong core. They're just, they have just brute interior strength. I don't know. They're just built mm. differently than other people, you know? It's like, yeah. You, you see I, I, a mean, lot I mean, I agree. Mm. I mean, I, I agree with that, Dan, because obviously. Um, the Samoa have got like a rugby team, they've got a rugby union team, so they play against England at rugby union. And their guys, even though you know that got maybe the skills as say some of the, the players, say some of the English players, but they're absolutely physically so big and agile for guys that size, and they've got such good speed. And it must just be like a, a natural DNA makeup of, of, of you know. Of, of you know of where they're coming from that area of where they've come from really and uh, yeah I mean I mean they've had quite a lot of sort of Samoans as defensive linemen playing really well in the NFL and they just seem to be like big guys with really quick feet that's what seems to be you know a you know a good trait from uh, uh, from their background where they bring athletes through so uh, yeah I, I I love seeing them play I love seeing them play speed that's what I see with this guy. Mm. Yeah, big, big and fast. That's what, that's what they usually are at rugby. Tell you what, he's not going to be wearing number one. <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> that's reserved for not uh, a chance. Unless, he got... <laughs> uh, unless he's going to go for the uh, the new fashionable double zero or zero number. What they brought back to the NFL. Mm. That's going to be interesting to see who wears that, right? Uh, I mean, that just make, that just makes me think of the uh, like the old NFL films. I think they're like uh, 
I lost hand, I think you like one of the Oakland Raiders. This is like in the 60s, used to wear double zero. And I always remember seeing a picture of him. He had like, you know, helmet looked far too small for his head. And it all had big chunks out of it. It had like the 1960s face guard. And that's what always reminds me when I say he's wearing number zero. Right. That's going to be crazy to see zero being worn again. Hope he does wear zero. That'd be cool. Yeah. I hope he turns into a nasty SOB. I, I mean, I will stop it now. I mean, I... Yeah, I do. I do, definitely. What were you going to say? I can't remember. <laughs> it was nothing that important, I don't think. It was nothing funny or important. <laughs> Steve says six foot two, 246 is good size. Don't want to see him get any heavier, though. I, yeah. Mm. Me either. There's, a, there's another um, very interesting factor that we're seeing in some of these guys that they drafted is they all have a lot of tape blitzing. Both of the cornerbacks that right. they drafted have a lot of tape blitzing. So does this guy. So let's get down to uh, the next guy drafted, which which I kind of want to think that's a corner. Just, just, before, just, just before I move on, Nando, but it isn't the scheme though what the Bears play? Isn't it? Isn't it like a scheme where they actually do a lot of blitzing in, and that's why that's why you know you need such a good defensive line in that scheme to get the pressure on because you're not really using the linebackers to blitz a lot. Is is am I thinking right there? You know, I don't, I'm not entirely sure what his scheme is. Um, I, I I I'm I was thinking that Flus is trying to run more of a um, well, we know that he likes to he likes to have his players on a rotation, his defensive line players on a rotation of like sixty five percent snaps. Mm -hmm. So, I think he wants to be able to to to, to have some ver versatility or a lot of versatility with playing players at different positions for matchups, and then then you can blitz somebody like like this Noah Sewell from the outside or from the inside, or you can do a cornerback blitz, which these cornerbacks are nasty with their speed that they drafted and they're kind of um, exciting. I, I, I'm very excited to see what they're going to do with the rest of these guys that we're about to talk about. So to answer your question, I don't, I, th I think that they don't want to blitz as much as, you know, let's say Vic Fangio's team did, but they might be moving that way if they can't get their defensive line right. Because they have a strong secondary, right? Yeah, I mean, that, well, that was one thing what annoyed me last year is why, because our defensive line played so poor last year that they weren't getting any pressure. I just kept thinking, why, why don't you just change the scheme to fit the player's strengths, what you've got, rather than, you know, try, you know, try, try to get players who aren't, you know, into a scheme where it's not really using their strengths. You know, that, that's what I thought a lot last year. That's why I was like a little bit down on the uh, defensive coordinator. It's like, well, why don't you blitz more? Use your linebackers more for blitzing if you're not getting any pressure. Uh, I'm just didn't seem to do that. So um, hopefully bringing in these players might make that system more workable, what they want to use anyway. And we sat and watched the press conference last night uh, as it was live. And, the first thing that they talked about was that Flus was saying he wanted polls to get him players that fit the hits principle. 
And every one of these guys do. Mm. So, for example, we see that on tape. Noah Sewell is a hustler, and he finishes the plays. Everyone that, they, that, that, that we're looking at tape here are finishers, and they're hustlers, and they fit that mold. So mm -hmm. they continue to build upon the foundation, and then, boom, now you're just putting some trim on the, on the roof line and stuff like that, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I've got to ask you this question, Dad, that it's a bit, it's a bit of a premature question to ask at this, at this time of the year. But what, and I don't know what you're like about your projected wins for the Bears alike from last season, your 11 and 6. Uh, what, what would make you happy? What, what result, what, what, say at the end of next season, what, what, what win and loss ratio would you be happy with? Or would you, or, or I'd rather say what you would be happy with, what shows an improvement compared to last year? You know that's a good question. I, I know, we know um, what we know what teams that the Bears are playing this year, but we don't know the order, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, no. let me let me just look at the let's just look at who they they are playing this year. Uh, in twenty twenty three. Oh, is it? That that can't be it. Oh no, it's twenty. We're in twenty. This is twenty twenty three. This can't be the right. That's that's okay. uh, two thousand and seventeen, isn't it? Okay, so here here's their opponents. Wait, they already have the schedule out. No, it doesn't the... come out until the fifteenth of May. Okay. Okay, so the Lions, obviously the Packers, obviously the – so we're playing – this can't be correct. This is not right. I know we're definitely playing the Raiders at one point. So they already have the schedule out, it looks like. It says right here they're playing – Really? This is the the Chicago Bears 2023 opponents home versus the Lions home versus the Packers home versus they just don't have All the right. order oh okay yeah. so they just that, that the might order. be what's coming out then uh, next month okay so alright so they're playing the Broncos at home they're playing the Falcons at home they're playing the Panthers at home the Raiders at home, the Cardinals at home, then of course the Lions and Vikings and Packers. So, of those teams, I'm going to say that we can beat Green Bay. That's one win. The Lions are another win. Uh, I'll give the Vikings at home a win. I'll give. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll give the Panthers at home a win. That's four. I'm going to give the, the Falcons at home a win. That's five because that, that they're working on a young quarterback, right? Uh, yep. the, 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 the Raiders and the, and the Cowboys or the, the Broncos, I'm not sure about. So I'll just call those losses yeah. for now. Okay. So that's five wins. So Kansas City, that's, I don't, I don't think we can beat them. 
So the Chargers, I'm not sure. I think we'll beat the the Buccaneers. So that's one. That's six wins. I think we'll beat the Commanders at seven. I think we'll beat the the. I think we'll beat the 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 Packers. So that's eight. I think we're gonna beat the fucking Lions too. Fuck those guys. We might lose uh, to the Vikings at home. I think we'll beat. So that's nine. Fuck, I'm only at nine. Okay, so I think we can beat the. That would be that would be saying that we're undefeated, away. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna go eleven and six again. Fuck it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, yeah. I'm six every year, brother. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> that that was that 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 was that I'll have to admit that that last year was quite amusing. Like you know, like you started off with the season eleven at six, and then we got halfway through the season, you were still believing, you were still believing, man. And then when we got to sort of like week ten, you just went, oh fuck it, we're never getting to eleven wins. <laughs> <laughs> we had 10 losses i'm like we can still go 11 and 6 guys <laughs> <laughs> we can still do it baby we can just believe just believe <laughs> we can go on a run it's happened before <laughs> <laughs> we can win the last eight games of the row <laughs> <laughs> and it would have scared every week. It would have diminishing your 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 record. It would have like <laughs> poo pooing on your on your record every week. Can you imagine how awesome if, if it would have been if we would have had ten losses and then we would we would have won the next game and I could have I could have gone. There's still hope, right? And then we would have won the next game. There's still hope. We win the next yeah. game. There's still hope. Everyone would have been like, "Holy shit, maybe he's onto something." <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's why you can't give up hope, man. <laughs> I bet, I bet, I bet. I mean, I'll be quite happy. I'll just be quite happy with anything over five hundred. I think that that'd make me happy. From winning only three games, uh, say if we win, I don't know, nine games or around eight games, something like that. That'd be. I think that'd be a, a nice sort of step forward. So I don't, I don't think we we're, we're Super Bowl quite ready yet. By any means, so uh, I, th I, I think that'll be like not next year, year after. Hopefully, if they keep if they keep uh, being managed as well as they are, so uh, yeah, I'm thinking anything over five hundred next year. I think that'll be class of success in my book. You're so pessimistic, Chris. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's just it's, it's the Englishman. Who me, you know what I mean? We're uh, very cynical about everything, you know what I mean? So, like, that that's how we are, the English. We're so cynical. That's why, that's one of the things I love is like, you just, you just you're out looking like, like, I come back to, you know, last time me and you were just chatting, and we're on about, you were, we're just on about life and how you approach things, and how you approach things was so american like so like positive and i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that where where if that's english we're just we're like oh oh i don't know about that oh I, oh i don't think we can do that and oh oh no oh no so like we're so much more sort of cynical than, than you guys are and the positiveness of uh of you guys that's something that's always eluded uh, me to like it like an american i've ever met because you just come over as like positive people 
you pull that and you also like you've got an idea in your head where we're a bit more pessimistic we're, you know we're a bit, yeah. a bit more c- cynical really and a bit more like <laughs> Steve Phillips says you're my parallel universe which is true that's why we be, that's why we become friends it's like you're uh, yeah. we're almost the same age you know you, you became an, a, f- a fan of the Bears because of 85 so did I I was 10 yeah you were like 10 11 or something I mean and 11, that's, what yeah. endeared, that's what endeared me to you because you t- I asked you on the very first you were on like the second show I ever did on this channel and I asked you about what yeah. what made the NFL over there and it you it was the Bears the 85 Bears they started basically mm-hmm. the, the love of the NFL over in Europe and that is just amazing because they pretty much started the NFL here and then they did it over there just with one team mm-hmm. one team that took the world by storm made you a fan and you're sitting here today mm-hmm talking with me from 5,000 miles away. It's fucking awesome, man. Yes. I love it. It's awesome, isn't it? And that, that's, that's when you start thinking about, you know, stars collide and how the universe works. Just imagine, like, somebody gone to, like, you, Dan, and you're, like, 10-year-old Dan in the mid-80s going, well, do you know, like, in about 36 years' time, you're going to be spending your Sunday afternoon talking to a, a short, middle-aged, dim-witted Yorkshire guy about the Chicago Bears? You just won't believe it, would you? <laughs> uh, I didn't know you were short. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking short, mate. Five foot eight, you bastard. <laughs> I was tall at 14. I've never got any higher. <laughs> that woman went right over your head. You, you said all this shit about yourself. <laughs> and I just went, oh, I didn't know you were short. <laughs> 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 oh man no i mean i, I to, to your point about um how you're negative over there is your weather similar to chicago or is it worse is are you do you have like three good months out of the year and the rest are shit or are yeah. you more like canada where no 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 can't, we're not more sort of like say uh, we're sort of like a probably a mild version of chicago really uh, I mean, the thing, we do have weather. Like, we, you know, we have, like, I know, like, I could mean you were chatting about autumn. You're saying how you miss it down in Georgia because, you know, you're further down south and you don't get them, you don't get the nip in the air and them clear autumn sort of, you know, crisp days. And we do get the seasons properly over here. Uh, and also, as well, as in, in England, if you live on the west side, that's where all the weather comes in. So that comes in from America over the Atlantic. So they, they get more rave than we do in, on the east side because there's like, uh, there's like well, I won't cut the like mountains, but it's all like moorland called the Pennines. That sort of breaks up the uh, the rain cycle. So we, we're like a bit drier over the east side. But yeah, we were, the only trouble with our countries, we have, we have a lot of like grey days. You know, a lot, a lot of days where it's just grey cloud like it is today. We still have a lot of them, but we... Um, and also as well, if we have like, you know, half an inch of snow, the whole country on the line, it's ridiculous. Like, But like, we do get weather, we do get the seasons, which I like. Uh, so maybe, maybe that's why I like how we are with a sort of cynical and... Uh, but, I mean, people say it always rains all the time in England. It doesn't all, man. That, that's a fallacy. That's a massive uh, fallacy. 
Um, but it's just the English way, really. I think it's just uh, in in the culture, really. You know what I mean? I, you know, we had the, the class system still quite a, a thing over here. And I think, really, that people... I don't know. I just. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think it's just in our psyche, really. That we're just a bit more, a bit more sort of laid back, a bit more like the difference between. I'd say the difference between us and us and you guys is like, if if you have like a British audience and an American audience, like you know, like if it's a chat show and somebody walks on, on a, and it's an American audience, you get people like whooping it, like going woo 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 and all this sort of thing. We don't do that over here. We'll, we'll just go. We'll just give them a clap. Do you know what I mean? That's the difference between us. That's like you guys will just go for it and enjoy the moment where we're like being a bit more sort of cynical and a bit more embarrassed and a bit more sort of that way. So that's that's the main difference is like culturally how, how people come over from the, from our two fantastic countries. Hmm. You're more proper. You're more proper. Pro proper. 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 Well, I, I just, I just, yeah. Well, you know, he just, he just got to act, act with some decorum, old boy. You know what I mean? Act, act with some decorum, you know. <laughs> yeah. We just like to, you know, like to do things in the right way. And, and I like to be quite, you know, methodical and, and not blow your trumpet too much and all that sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, but it's 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 slowly changing over time. But it was definitely more like that when I were a kid. Like, today, it's, you know, everywhere, every culture seems to be very much very similar in how they act, you know, culturally. Everything seems to be quite similar since we had the internet. So, uh, but yeah, that's why I've always loved the uh, Americans, America itself, because it just comes over as like a very positive place, and you know, like you know, the old American dream that you know you can if you try hard right. enough, you can make it, and, and all that. We don't really have that sort of uh, ethos over here, because you know, we're like... we're just like God, Dad. It's kind of to your point. It's like when we left, when, when we like branched off from over there and we came over here, we were like, woo, you know, you know, so I, I, I it's that's that's just where the cultural difference came from between the two of that, I guess, you know, and, and I can I can understand yeah. that. And also because, as well, because like obviously, we, sorry, sorry, Dad, but the thing is, we got a zone back by sending you James Cord and that's how we got our own back on you. <laughs> yeah yeah thank you for that yeah he's a wanker <laughs> not only that but you've given us quite a few there's there's quite a few of them that have taken over our oh, yes. shows um leo factors chris leo factor is saying the best qb in our division is kirk cousins fuck off come on leo man you're the man you're the, you're the man of knowledge you can't be saying that Steve Phillips says, if I was starting a team, it would be with Fields. So I, I agree with that. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Mayhem hates I mean, I mean, I'd give Kirk Cousins probably the most... Over yeah. I mean, I don't hate the guy, but I just think he's just, he's just been paid too much throughout his career. So his level's been yeah. set really high up because due to his high, his high contract. And uh, But the thing is, that's the only downside, I think, about our game is that... It, you know the quarterback is such a a big part of the game, and if you have a quarterback sucks, it, it just affects everything. Um, which is you know it's just a downside that you know the so, one person has so much sort of I'm trying to think of the word not impression but so much impact on the rest of the team. Do you know what I mean? Regard regard regarding other positions and the NFL, he he set he reset the market dramatically. 
for a quarterback signing as a free agent because he was changing teams and they wanted to pay him to get him to come there. So that just immediately, what the next contract was Jimmy Garoppolo, and then he had to make more than that. And now you have two mediocre quarterbacks making more money than Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers has to, you know, be a little diva bitch and say, I want more money than that. And now he has to reset the market to make more than them. And then boom, now five years down the road, the Bears are going to have to pay Justin Fields a lot, a lot, a lot more money than they would have had to pay him (laughs) had had Kirk Cousins just fucked off and not done that. You know what I mean? That's how I I feel about it. Yeah, and I think as well, I think, I think I think as well that uh, the Deshaun Watson contract as well has really screwed it up, screwed the sort of um, market yep. for quarterbacks how much to get paid, and also mm-hmm. uh, also as well with the the Baltimore Ravens quarterback re-sign as well for mm-hmm. you know for that massive contract that when it comes mm-hmm. to Fields and this is like when hopefully his work is working out and his RQB, uh, mm-hmm. God knows how much you're gonna have to pay him. It'll be it'll be I, can't, I couldn't even put a figure on it at the moment. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's getting out of control in that in that regard. Well, let's let's moving on. Let's move on because we're getting a little long here in the tooth. Um, but the next cornerback that we drafted, Terrell Smith, you probably don't know much about him, right? I am assuming you don't because I didn't. No, I only know the only thing I know is that he's from Minnesota. And that's about it. Yeah, six foot one, two hundred four. I think he runs a four four forty as well. Let's take a look. I wanted to show you some of his tape because I want I want to before we end the show I wanted to show you some of the interview with the the, the second to last pick that we picked up. So let's just pull up. Uh, I want to show you. So there's a lot of cornerback blitzing that you're seeing from this kid. All right, this, cool. This Terrell Smith. He's he's kind of lanky and fast. In this video, right. show a lot of, uh, let's see, where is he here? So he's got, he's quick, closing speed. And there's there's some clips out of here later about him. Let's see. I think the next one is a cornerback blitz, it might be. No, not this one. Just playing on the ball. Let's see. There's one of these. That's a corner. There's a so there's a few sweet cornerback blitzes in here, man. Mm-hmm. That's just him playing the run well. Number four. And let's see. This might be the cornerback blitz. No, that's not. This just kind of shows him after an interception, ball in his hand. And where's the cornerback blitz, man? No, not there. It's coming up here. It's, it should be one of these plays here soon. Mm-hmm. But I saw. I, I remember. I think it was this. It was this clip. Yeah, I think it's this one. Nope, wrong again. But still, nice play on the ball there. Oh yeah, definitely. Great body control. Yeah, you can see he's got let's click that out, bring it back here. Now you can see. Yeah. 
He's got nice, nice size for a cornerback. Playing the run here well. Where's the cornerback blitz, man? I know I saw a cornerback blitz in here. Must be this one. Addy, Addy, Addy comes from the university with a great name, the Golden Gophers. What a great name. <laughs> and this has got to be it. This has got to be it. Come on, Dan. There we go. There we go. Cornerback blitz. I think the next play is a cornerback blitz, too. But here, you know, here's just a replay of it. And I think um, Pulse kind of alluded to some of that, or or Flusted alluded to some some of the things they're going to be able to do with him in regards to this. Cool. Here he's again doing it. So, excellent quality player, hustler. Um, good depth at the very least. Maybe somebody that could become a starter. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe looks like, it looks like safety one day. Yeah, I mean, he's got the size to play safety, and you really. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean that 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 clip that you showed where he got the interception in the end zone. That was great body control, not to go out of bounds, and yeah, mm -hmm. and it's just it's just it's another. Another body of competition, isn't it? Really, I, I like you know. I want every place to have you know the ultimate competition for each place, so we, you know, so they do get the right the right player for, to start. And uh, yeah, I mean, how do you feel? You know, the draft's now finished, Dan. Uh, how do you feel about the Bears? Do you feel like they've improved the squad, or do you think like they could have done a bit more in certain areas, or or are you sort of just like you know sort of thinking, well, this is like a part of the bigger picture, like, you know, give it, give it maybe another draft's worth and then, you know, see what it could be like in another year's time or two years' time. Yeah, I think that um, the guys that they got all, they're all hustling their asses off. They're all playing to the ball. Mm. They're all playing past the snap. They're all, um, they all seem to fit the, 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 the culture and the, the, what we're trying to do here with this team, as far as a hit, I hate saying mm. his principle, but they, they seem to fit the, the hits principle and the culture of, of the bears. And mm. they're adding depth quality. The more guys that you have that, that buy into that principle, right. That if everyone's buying into that, and I, it's not like I'm repeating flus, but it's true. The more guys that mm. you have hustling their asses off on every fucking play, you're going to start to get to the cream of the crop. And that the cream is mm. going to be, some good cream, right? You're gonna have a good team. That's how you, that's how you build a good team. Mm -hmm. I'm excited with this, with what they have done in this draft. You know, it's never what anybody thinks. Mm -hmm. It's not always what everybody wants it to be. A lot of people were upset we passed on at a at a, at a You've heard that guy, Double A, at a Bawe, at a Bore. I, I said I'm not gonna order his name unless he's a bear. So, I you know. <laughs> Players that, you know, Tui Tui Lopo, people, you know, I know a lot of guys wanted players like that. But in the end, the Bears are the ones doing all this research. They're the ones that know what fits what this team needs. And they're the ones that know what fits the hits principle mm -hmm. and what is going to work moving forward. Toreen, man, good to see you, buddy. Hey, Toreen, man. We're doing a little special here on BCP with Chris Watts because uh, 
Well, hey, I need to promote his GoFundMe more. We're over 500. We're trying to get a goal of 3,000 so we can get his ass to Chicago to see a game. Hopefully soon. Like, hopefully uh, we can get this. We can get reach our goal soon because the schedule is coming out. And um, we're going to have to figure out what game you're coming to. So thanks for joining well, us, Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm thinking Danny really sort of, I really want to get it sorted out by sort of end of May, the latest. And, uh, mm-hmm. So I just want to get, I just want to get my ticket, you know, my plane ticket sorted out as early as possible, you know, the visas and all that. And then, you know, that, that once I know that it's like, it's all sorted, then I can, I can just, relax and sort of you know get excited because to me this is like a trip of a lifetime man i mean i've been to america before but it, it's it's many many years ago but I've, you know this is like it's like uh somebody going to mecca you know what i mean or going to the holy land that's what it feels like to me going to going to uh see a bears game at home and uh you know it's like 30 been nearly 40 years you know you know, this is like nearly forty years of of waiting to do this. So uh, it's uh, yeah, it, it, it's just going to be such a blast, man. We're just going to have such a good time, and it's like I mentioned it before, uh, Danny. But I want to take you and you and uh, Kitty to Dicta's restaurant as a thank you for you doing all this, and uh, we're just going to have such a good time. And you know, and if we get a chance to meet people. It watches on the on the barroom bar network. That'd be awesome as well, and meeting up everybody. And uh, yeah, it's just. I mean, it's 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 definitely happening because we don't. I mean, we don't need to raise three thousand dollars. You know, what I mean, five hundred is probably going to pay for half of my uh, flight over anyway. So, yeah. uh, but it's just going to be awesome. And like, uh, yeah, I think once I get once I get the tickets in and 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 all that, and the passport sorted out, and then it becomes real, real then. And then I can just look forward to it, and uh, yeah. But we do need to sort out which game we want to go and see as as soon yeah. as uh, soon as the uh, yeah. release. Because I just want to get things paid for it and everything sorted. Then and then it's just uh, a matter of just looking forward to the occasion. Then absolutely, man. And once we get all this figured out, and like you said, the mecca, like the fact that this is like it's going to happen. We're pretty much to the point where yeah, we it's know happening, it's happening, mate. It's happening, yeah. Just we'd like to we'd like to get as much as we can just to help you out with that as much. Oh because, yeah. You know, this is an expensive trip to come here. I couldn't even imagine what it would. Be. The thought of me trying to even think of flying out there to see us a, a football game with you, like it that just would be, I'd be like, holy shit, that's that's incredible. That's that's a lot to to process. So <laughs> this is gonna be amazing once we get all this straightened out. Get you out here. And go to this yeah. game, man. I'm excited. It's going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be all. I I just can't wait. I, I mean, literally, I think it's going to be a bit of a, a life changing uh, moment for me this trip. I really do. And uh, yeah, it's just going to be get some beats people to face. And you know, I go around with you, Dan. We're just going to have such a good laugh, and we'll get we're, we're going to get so stunned at some point and pissed as well. Yeah. And it's just going to be so funny. And uh, yeah. Just, uh, it's just, it's just not something to look forward to, really. Uh, you know, I, do, I don't have many things to look forward to in my life. So, uh, one of these things, it's a, it's a big thing, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm looking forward to it, too, man. That's why I just, I, I started just thinking about this and dreaming it up. And I'm like, just one night, I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. Let's just see what happens. And here we are. We're, at, we're with the gracious help of everybody, we're over 500. So, this is, uh, yeah, it's, be oh, yeah, it's, it's, that, 
I mean, I mean, so I just want, yeah, I just want to say, sorry, Dan, it just went in and uh, like I don't quite understand why people want to want to put money towards little me. I don't, I don't get it, but uh, I'm very, very, very humbled and very appreciative of you know anybody who just put like fifty cent in. You know, it doesn't matter. It's just the thought what's there, and and like, I'm so appreciative of Dan doing this in the first place. It's it's uh, yeah, it's, it, it makes you feel good, man. It makes makes you feel good about yourself and uh, myself. And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be fucking awesome. I just can't wait. <laughs> it's fucking great, man. And Steve Phillips, who's here in chat, he's he's my cousin, so you're going to get to meet him as well. And um, we're going to have awesome, we're going to have awesome. you. Um, we're gonna have you. You can stay it with my with us for a little bit. Swifty's on. Swifty, Swifty, go right there on the bottom. Chris Watts, GoFundMe, right there. You can donate to the Chris Watts GoFundMe, right there, buddy. I mean, re let me read it for people that are listening to this on audio podcast. It is HTTPS uh, semicolon or colon. Anyway, no, it's just it's GoFundMe or GoFund. Hold on, let me fucking start that over again. <laughs> you've you've been you've been doing too many podcasts, mate, recently. You can tell your brain's slowly frying up. <laughs> okay, let me read it for you. GoFund.me slash three two two A one six seven D letter D as in dog. God, let me, I'll read that one more time. GoFund.me slash 322A as an apple, 167D as in dog. And you can donate to the Chris Watts GoFundMe account to get him to Chicago to see a game. All right, let me type it here for you. I'll, uh, I'll put it in the... Uh, da, 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 da. I'll put it in the in the chat for you guys. <laughs> there you go. And I know, you know, I keep fucking it up. It's it's ta it's ta 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 taurine ta taurine. No, it's three syllables. It's ta ta urine. Can you do that again? Can you can you say how to pronounce it again? Because I'm sick. I don't like calling you Taurine because I'm pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> oh, I thought, all right, I've always called him Taurine. <laughs> I'm too slow, Swifty. Do I need to read that faster? GoFundMe slash <laughs> 322A167D. That's GoFundMe dash. Damn it. GoFundMe slash 322A167D. <laughs> That does sound like when I'm adverts like personal injuries. You know, if you've got an injury, call this. That's what you sounded like then. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to donate to Chris Watts, go fund me. That's gofund.me slash 322A167D. That's gofund.me slash 322A167D. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Chris, Chris, before we... um. <laughs> oh wow squeegee squeegee says i put in 50 i'll make it 100 if someone matches me i well i'm oh, i'm wow. gonna be i'm gonna i'm gonna be matching that at least i'm waiting until we get to the end to match but i'm putting in at least 100 so uh oh, that's, I, 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 that's I, I, that much. 
I was going to say, man, people would have to go that crazy. That's a lot of money, man. Oh, dude, it's... it's... Then, again, I am wor- then again, I am worth it, fellas. You are fellas. What, what am I about? <laughs> it's a hundred bucks. That's like... Um, that's like... About um, 60, 70... It's about 60 that's... quid over here, 70 quid. That's like a four-layer circuit board for me, dude. I could, I, I can make that in 45 minutes. So oh, wow. can make that... Swifty can make that in 18 fucking seconds on his channel. <laughs> yeah, of all the views. Dude, Swifty's channel is impossible to even, to even chat on. It's just like, it looks like a waterfall going upside down. It's just like, what's the about you. And then you see 50 uh, bucks, 100 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 50 bucks, 20 bucks, 10 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 50 bucks, 10 bucks. It's like, holy shit, Swifty. He's getting a Ferrari suit. He does a, He's a, Ferrari he suit. Does a good job at he does a good job, that lad does. He does a very good job. There's a reason why people why people donate like that, because it mm. takes time to do this shit, man. It's not it doesn't just happen. It takes time. It takes mm. time. So Swifty, you've been killing it over there. And Swifty, thank you so much for you know Swifty's been bringing all of his viewers over to BCP after his shows, and we've been kicking it with them, doing after parties and shit after the draft. It's been a lot of fun, man. I appreciate you so much, Swifty. So Squeegee says bet done. So he's putting in another 50. Dude, let's we're that that means we're over a hundred or over six hundred then. We're getting close, man. Yes. Yes. I can, awesome. I can I can smell that. I can I can smell that Italian beef from here, mate. Oh yes, you can. What'll be nice is, you know, because I'll come have you stay with me for a while. Oh, sweet. Torian just gave you 50 bucks. Nice, Toreen. Thank you. I think, I, Toreen, I think oh, you, cheers, did donate, mate. you did cheers. donate. Thanks to, a lot. When we had the, the, the first open mic night that we did on the bar room, you donated some money to, uh, to Chris then as well. So thank you for that, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Much appreciated, mate. Much appreciated. Brilliant. Uh, when you're in town and you're staying with us for a bit, because um, I know you want to probably stay with Aldo and you talk maybe staying in the city for a bit. Uh, when you're staying up uh, up north with us, it'd be cool to do a podcast with you so we don't have any delay. Yeah. You know, just sit side by side and do a show together. Yeah. That should be That'd be awesome, mate. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's just going to be awesome, man. It's just going to be, yeah. It's just going to be awesome just to have a chance to spend a bit of time with you, Dan. I just know we're just going to have such a good time and it'd be so nice to meet Kitty and your family and, and everything like that. And, uh, yeah, it's just going to be a blast, man. And uh, yeah, there'll be no doubts there'll be some there'll be some video clips of it being put on somewhere. <laughs> so uh, there'll be some there'll be something there to amuse to amuse the masses. <laughs> it's pro- probably me being being dragged away by some policemen in handcuffs. That'll probably be it. <laughs> <laughs> Call the British Embassy. Call the British Embassy. <laughs> Oh man! They'll try to remove your hat. No, no, I'm a good boy. Those wigs that's, that's just connected to the hair. They'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." Oh, you, it does you, look a bit like that, doesn't it? I was debating about getting my the bandit cut off, uh, but I don't know. I might lose all my strength, like Samson. <laughs> True. Somebody, somebody had asked a question about a, a jersey or something earlier in here. I wanted to ask you. I forgot where it was. As if you had a Bears jersey. Uh, oh yeah, I've got I've got a few. Chris, do you have or can you get a Bears jersey? Oh, you do. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, I've got I've got loads. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've got, uh, I've got a Walt Peter one. I've got like a, a one what I got off eBay it was actually one what I bought when I was thirteen. It was like one what you could buy over here. Um, yeah, I've got, I've got a, a Fields one. I mean, I just get them off eBay. Uh, try and do it as cheap as possible, really. But uh, yeah, you can buy them over here, uh, but it is cheaper online to buy them. Yeah, you just have to wait like three months for it to come from China. If you order a jersey. That's right, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the Chinese ones are like 20, 25 quid. What's about? It's probably like about $30 to you guys. Uh, I've got a few Chinese ones. Uh, I've got a Joe Montana one. I've got Scarlet Bears. I've got a Joe Montana one and a, and a Lawrence Taylor top as well. Because Joe Montana's always been one of my favorite players. I know. I always loved Joe Montana. Montana Royce was something special. Always loved him, man. Until it was yeah. against us that, in um, championship game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that were in the eighties. It were like the Bears and the Forty Niners for the well. It were like us. There were like four teams in NFC. What it really like Washington Forty Niners, Bears and Giants. They were like the strong team NFC teams in the eighties. Um, so I'm always uh, always a big fan of Forty Niners. Uh, my, my, my late uncle, he was he was a Forty Niners fan. The first person I ever knew got into uh, American football. Um, so uh, I've always had a soft spot for Forty Niners. Oh, that's it. Fuck you, Chris. I guess I'm doing the show by myself now. Yeah, you know. It's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was just going to say, but at least, at least I didn't tell you that I used to be a, a Cowboys fan. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you just have an affinity for the Niners. You didn't used to be a Niners fan, right? <laughs> no, I've, never, I've always been a Bears fan, but I always had a I you know I always enjoyed watching the 49, especially a black period of time where they were so entertaining to watch and and uh, I actually saw them live. I actually saw them live uh, at Wembley Stadium in 1987. They played the Miami Dolphins in a preseason game, so I actually got to see Joe Montana and I got to see Dan Marino from the Dolphins. That was like the first ever um, game, first ever NFL game I went to, even though it was a preseason game, and it was well, awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I've always liked that connection when I was a kid. I've always liked like Montana. Um, I remember, I, dude, I would go to this card shop and they would have uh, just stacks of cards for sale, football cards for sale for like two bucks. And I remember they were, it was probably about that thick and they were in a clear plastic, uh, you know, wrapping. And I had like four Joe, like pristine Joe Montanas. I had like four pristine... <laughs> um lawrence taylor rookie cards rookie cards i'm saying i had all of, i just because i would just go there and buy a bunch of them for two bucks and i'd have three four of each of all these great cards now that are worth hundreds if not thousands and thousands of dollars <laughs> and i took and traded a lot of them in to, to get a teenage mutant ninja turtles comic book number one what an idiot <laughs> Yeah, but that must be quite rare, though, wouldn't it? That 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 teenage mutant cartoon must be uh, quite a rarity, isn't it? Yeah, because I had like two through twenty, all, all the way up to the most recent, but I didn't have one, so I ended up right. I ended up selling the farm to get that one, and now I'm, and then I, and then I ended up trading a real one of a a really good card that I had 
for to get a Joe Montana back that's not even that's it's in okay condition just so I could have it you know just because I mm -hmm. I missed it being in my collection but yeah yeah that was my that was the card I always wanted when I was a kid or I had a bunch and then it I, I wanted it back when I got rid of it. <laughs> what, what we had was when we were younger we did have so, we did have cards we had um, like stickers they looked, they looked like playing cards like cards you get like a a baseball card but there were stickers and they used to like bring out like uh, an album uh, so you just used to like soccer so you'd have like the World Cup you'd have like a panini. Uh, like album where you put all the stickers in, and then you you know you'd you'd fill up the whole sort of uh, book up. And they used to do that for like Star Wars and Star Wars films and anything like that, like Superman films and anything like that. So uh, we used to like do swaps and stuff at the playground and uh, and all that sort of thing. So uh, yeah, we didn't have like the playing cards like you had over in the states, but we had like stickers. Huh, no kidding, there was stickers. Yeah, I think ours. No, they didn't come with stickers. They came with gum. Yeah. Well, I've actually got um, like a really old pack of Return of the Jedi cards. Uh, what still got the piece of gum in what my mate brought me back from his honeymoon uh, when he was in uh, Hollywood uh, years and years ago. That's I keep thinking, man, that, that piece of chewing gum, I, would, I wouldn't. Not these days. No, it was, like, it was, like it was, it was chalky and it, it just crumbled <laughs> your mouth into pieces. Yeah. And you never turned into gum <laughs> yeah and you talk you're talking this gum's probably been going since like 1983 when the film come out so you probably you know it might be like a bit psychedelic or something i don't know but probably not <laughs> uh chris joe, joe treviso ah, sorry joe treviso says another idea to raise money for chris is if we donate bears memorabilia and auction it off I'm mm. trying to think about how that would work mm. i mean i don't really i don't really get anything like that really personally how would we? How would that work? I have to have people donate memorabilia. I'll tell you what. Here's how we need to get people to donate. Here's how I can really make this work. Get as many people as you can to subscribe to BCP, like Swifty has done. Man, Swifty, Swifty has killed it in the last. Swifty gave me like twenty-five subscribers in the last two nights, three nights, awesome. or more. So thank you, Swifty. I, we're over six hundred now. If we can get to a thousand and monetize this channel, I can do. I can do, you know, super chats for them. That's what I would love to do is if I, if I could do that, I'd just be doing super chats and I'd just donate and everything to you. I wouldn't even do a GoFundMe because you know why? Well, I don't know if they take money out of super chat, but for everyone, for every donation in the GoFundMe, they take like a percentage out when I, cause I'm insane. Yeah. Yeah. It has to get transferred to my bank. So then I have to transfer it into my savings and market GoFundMe, but I lose for like a $50 donation, it's like $48.25. Oh, really? Wow. That they, that, I, that they put into my bank account. So it's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's quite a high percentage to say, you know, the idea is like it's supposed to be for like charity and, you know, people doing things like we're doing with it. I'm quite surprised. Uh, I know it might not sound much like a dollar fifty or whatever, but it all adds up, doesn't it? If that's every every transaction, it's uh, mm -hmm. that must be how they make the money, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. I guess. My fear was that if they, I'm glad at least to know that that's the case, because my fear was if the if the if the number wasn't reached, that they would take it all back. And then I'm like, what? I'm right. supposed to give you like, but no, they don't. So either way, thought, I, yeah. either way, if we didn't make it and you couldn't make it to the states, I would have just given you that money because it's yours. It's donated to you. But it wouldn't have been if it was 200 bucks, you would have gotten a you know 
$197.75 or something. <laughs> so, but we're, we're, it looks like we're on the way to our goal here. Definitely. I mean, it's so, or to our goal of at least getting you here. So that's all that really matters yeah. is get you here to a game. Yeah. So, yeah. Getting here and, uh, you know, just because I mean, looking like, like I said, I could spend some time with you, Dan, and, Mm -hmm. And then uh, I could probably stay over Aldo's for a night, and then I'm thinking about having. I want probably. I'm probably thinking about being probably having like at least ten days over, really, because you know then then it'll give me time to do you know to see everybody and and, and do it right, really. So uh, I, mm -hmm. yeah, it's too far to go and too much of a big thing just to do it in five days. I want I want to do at least ten days of it, and uh, you know so I can do it properly and see everybody and you know. Not rush about really, because you know I'm a very, very lazy man. <laughs> <laughs> so lazy, looking at videotape is is too much. <laughs> but, but picking too up a stress, note, <laughs> writing down fifty five things for today's show. <laughs> no, it's seriously. Uh, before we get out of here, I wanted to show you um, the last couple of picks that we had. Um, they didn't really have any tape on them, but what I wanted to show you, Chris, was just this is um, this is Travis Bell. This is the second to last pick. This is our third defensive tackle of the game. I want you to just listen to him talk and listen to right. this kid has played many positions, so he's very athletic. And just kind of listen to how he feels about being a bear and how he feels about being drafted by the bears. Oh, wait, I got, I have to play that differently. Hold on a second. I have to re remove that. I have to present this so you can hear it because this doesn't have uh, that one didn't have sound. Let's see. All right. You're ever drafted from your school. Hi, Travis. Congratulations. So what does it mean to you to be the first player ever drafted from your school? It means a lot to me. That's, that's everything you can you can ask for for a guy like me, man. Uh, that was most definitely a part of the goal. But, you know, I really just wanted the opportunity, however it came. So. So where do you play along the defensive line? Do you do you play a lot of nose tackle? Like what have the Bears told you just maybe of your conversations with them where you might project? Uh, they see me at uh, nose tackle three technique, yep. Playing in that inside, that interior D-lineman. Alex Shapiro. Hey, Travis, congrats. What do you think your best traits are as a defensive lineman? Uh, I would have to say explosiveness, uh, penetration, just, you know, just being disruptive when it comes to, you know, uh, run games, things of that nature. I'm not sure if you noticed, but, you know, a lot of these top draft outlets, a lot of them don't have you on their board at all. EFF, ESPN, et cetera. Is that something that you noticed? And if so, like, how do you react to that, not seeing your name out there? Uh, that's something I try not to pay attention to, man. I just, you know, just try to control what I can control, man. Don't get myself caught up in anything like that. All right. Thanks, Travis. Yes, sir. Dan Reader. Travis, how would you kind of describe the pre-draft process for you? And uh, as it relates to the Bears, what was the extent of your interaction with them? Uh, I got a lot of love from the Bears, man. Um, regarding the pre-draft process, I was really, you know, 
I was really, I was worried, man. I was just, just worried about just getting the opportunity to just come in and, you know, be able to, you know, uh, go against those top guys, top caliber guys so I could prove myself. And now that I got the opportunity, man, there's it's no worries, no, not any more worrying going on around here, man. Did, did the Bears work you out uh, at, at your school or what was the extent of uh, where you met with them? Uh, no, sir. I didn't work out with him. It was just a visit. Mark Potash. Hey, Travis. Uh, I think like Alex said, there aren't a lot of scouting reports on you. So can you give us a scouting report on yourself? What kind of player are you? What are your, you know, what, uh, you know, what kind of makes you go? What makes you tick? What, what's, what's the best way to describe yourself as a player? Man, I'm, I'm, I'm self-driven, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nasty guy. I'm a hard worker. The work ethic is out the roof. Uh, I'm, I'm a physical guy, point of attack. I'm, I'm physical. And, uh, I got a motor, man. You, y'all, y'all should expect to see me, you know, running sideline to sideline. With, uh, when you, when, when, uh, with the, with the competition, the level you played at, what, what tells you you can play at the NFL? Was there any game, any moment, uh, where you realized that, uh, you could play at the NFL level? Uh, honestly, it got to the point, man, where it was just like the, the the film sessions after the game, man, you know, I was getting excluded because, you know, it just was a high standard for me. Uh, my coaches and I, my teammates felt like the things I was doing, I was supposed to be doing. So when I got that Cincinnati game and I was able to, you know, get a high, a, a high caliber team under my belt. And uh, it made me like realize that, you know, I can I can I can most definitely do something at the next level. Thanks. Travis, where, uh, congrats, first of all, and uh, where are you watching the draft and, and with who and, and what was it like when you got that call for you? Well, I'm at home with my girlfriend at the moment and we was watching the draft, man. I got that call and my heart dropped, man. So <laughs> I ain't do nothing but start crying, man. I, I had to clean my face to, you know, talk to you guys. So, yeah, it was an exciting moment. I'm here with uh, just me and my girl. And um, were, in South Georgia, were you surprised when you got that call? I would, yeah, yeah, most definitely. I was surprised because things started kind of looking ugly towards the end. I was really just worried about getting a call after the draft, honestly. So once I got that call, man, I was, I was excited, man. I couldn't hold it back. Dan Weeder, Travis, who was it that called? Uh, Ryan Poles, man, my guy. What were you? What did you say back to him once he got you on the horn? I don't even think I could talk, man. I was too busy balling up, man. Just excited, man. Read somewhere that that Grady Jarrett is somebody that you kind of model your game off of. Can you talk to that a little bit? Yes, sir. Uh, that's somebody you know I looked up to. Uh, I feel like we have similar similar style, similar 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 body type, and uh. There's one guy I've seen dominate over the years, and uh, and I feel like I can, you know, mirror that type of uh, type of player. Alex Shapiro. Hearing that this was, you know, an emotional moment for you, can you explain to us what this opportunity means to you to be drafted by the Chicago Bears? Man, it means the world, man. Y'all see what school I came from. I worked my tail off to 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 just get an opportunity to get a chance to, you know, just be in the mix. So it means a lot to me, man. I just plan on taking advantage of this opportunity. Couple more, Dan Reader. 
Davis, now that you have this chance, what do you hope over the next four months to, to show um, Ryan Poles and this team that, that uh, to keep them uh, invested in you and, and have you around and, and make this team? I just want to show him that he made the right decision, man. I plan on showing um, my physicality, my my athleticism, you know, my uh, – my my leadership skills, I, I plan on, you know, just showing him that overall he made a good pick, man. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Travis. Congratulations. All right. Thank you. Oh, I like him, mate. I, I just love that kid's attitude. And I love how, how humble he is as well. And like, you, you know, he's come from like, it sounds like he's come from a smaller skill. So it sounds like, He's had to fight for everything he's been given uh, regarding the game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd rather have somebody of that attitude than, say, Jalen Carter attitude, to be honest with you. You know, I just, I just, I just yeah. think, you know, he's a guy, it's a guy what's absolutely, I don't know, it's, it just seems to be like, I just love it when you get somebody from a small school and gets a chance to play in the NFL. I just, I, you know, and I love it when when it surprise people as well, and you know, and screw up people's drafts board, and yeah, I, I just think, uh, I just think his attitude is absolutely amazing, uh, and I just like how he's so down to earth, and you can tell he's still a bit sort of starstruck about it all, and and things like that. So uh, yeah, I, yeah, I like I like his character so far, Dan. Let's go through what Chet's saying. Swifty's saying Poles loves athleticism. He's a big guy that can run, and we've learned that this weekend. He also says, if, if you big and can run and have length, you are a poles guy. And that is exactly true. That We've seen mm -hmm. that this weekend. And we have some other, other people. You can smack Steve for saying him when, he, when you see him in person. He seems slightly unsure of himself. <laughs> but uh, mm -hmm. as Jeremy has pointed out, he's a small school kid that has never, you know, he, he, just, he was just drafted in the NFL. Like, you'd be a little unsure, too. And, I, you know, I couldn't find tape on this kid. You know, you look at the at the right. that what they had available for him on ESPN or for the draft. There wasn't even a picture of him. So, I mean, Kennesaw State. I think that says enough there. Uh, we got Leo, <laughs> Leo. Leo Fector says, "You guys remember when Bears played the Colts in 2020? It stood out how the Colts defense ran to the ball. We're going to have a twitchy D line and a fast defense that can cover. We took two physical press cornerbacks. Yes." Swifty concurs with that. So, Steve, if you if you guys like him, I like him. <laughs> oh, Swifty found something. Yeah. I, I, yeah. was thinking that, I was thinking that as I was typing that, that I couldn't find tape on him. I'm like, I bet you Swifty did. <laughs> <laughs> where'd you get where'd you find that, Swifty? Is that on YouTube or some some other odd site like Huddle or something? I don't know. He could be on Huddle. I mean, Swifty, Swift, Swifty will probably know his inside leg measurement as well. <laughs> yeah, he knows his, his body fat percentage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Chris, man, uh, we're going on almost two and a half hours here, so we should probably wrap this up here fairly, fairly soon. Cool. Um, I can't wait to take the uh, clip that I got of you so I can fix this. Yeah, that's right, mate. You done one pissed me off. Now I'm giving you a proper beating. <laughs> proper beating. 
I, I have to I have to get off here and go take the audio version, the audio clip of you redoing that for me, so I can redo redo that. it. Oh, awesome, <laughs> mate! Awesome. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just like to say, Dan. Uh, you know, thanks, thanks for having us on on this little impro show. What we brought together, and uh, you know, it's just been a joy to speak to you as usual. And uh, like, I just like to tell everybody, just keep an eye out on the. Uh, BCP notifications for when we do we start our show together, uh, reviewing the eighty five bears and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll there'll be a lot of football talk, but there'll be a lot of nonsense talk as well. So uh, it'll be really really funny and interesting. Uh, so when we do do it, I hope you all you guys give it a chance and watch it. And uh, you know you you'll uh, love the the footage and you'll love the uh, the commentary and uh, and just all last what you'll have with us. Yeah, I, I hope so. It's 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 there's going to be a little bit of a downtime coming up, and you know, Swifty's yeah. going to be giving you guys everything you're going to need to know from there, and you know, the barroom's going to be giving you stuff that you need to know from there, and so will we here on BCP. But there's going to be a day that that we want to just take and just kind of have fun. Then I think it would be fun. We both agreed, and I hope you yeah. guys do too. If we kind of play a, a game. Um, kind of like I was pulling up the clips, we could kind of, um, I could probably avoid copyright issues by just playing a sec, like playing a play. We can just kind of talk about it. I don't know. I would love to be able to have it playing while we're talking about it, like as if mm -hmm. we were watching the game together, going, holy shit, you know, because when you haven't watched the game for that long and it's almost like watching mm -hmm. it for the first time again, stuff that you don't yeah. remember, you know. So, uh, hopefully it'll be fun to, hopefully people will enjoy that. We're going to find out and, um, we'll have fun doing that. I guess we'll probably do that oh, yeah. live then. So enjoy it and they can probably chime oh, in with us. We're looking to, um, start, we're, we're looking to do this on a Saturday when, you know, there isn't any prime time bears content going on, on, on the, um, on the weeknights and stuff like that. So, um, mm -hmm. And if we don't get to it on a Saturday, because if some, you know, something comes up, there's no, there's no pressure for us. We're just doing this to have but, fun. Uh, and um, I, I don't know if we should, we should probably do it. Do you want to go game by game, first game all the way to, or do you want to just do it? Wanna, game I do it, do it game by game. Then it gives us at least sixteen weeks. <laughs> and we're gonna run out of time though, and it's gonna be bear season. We're gonna be like, damn it, we had three games to go. We never got oh, to well. the Super Bowl. <laughs> Well, maybe we'll have to like double up the playoffs or something like that. But it's going to get better from there because what we're doing with this concept is it's going to take up several shows, many shows, to complete the, the process. But it'll be basically basically both of the last mm -hmm. two uh, Super Bowl teams that the Bears had. So we'll start with '85, and then we'll go to 2006, and we'll we'll, we'll play those games, talking about them, and we'll just kind of go from. From there, for after that's done, we'll have this Super Bowl winning team to then do another twenty episode series on that. Right? That's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal, baby. <laughs> it's Swifty. After streaming like twenty hours and then watching thirty plus hours of tape, my eyes are red. <laughs> I bet. I had the. I literally I had the. I literally had the coffee pot with me here yesterday. <laughs> 
I'm not yeah. surprised. That's why I was so, so that's why I was so surprised that you wanted to do something today. I thought I thought you'd all be completely zonked out. You know, you've talked too much bears and and all that. But it's been uh, it's been a very pleasant way to spend the last couple of hours with you, mate. And uh, and uh, yeah, just love that people are watching as well. And uh, just like to say thanks to everybody in the chat and. Uh, and uh, people have helped, helped to the girl from me as well. It's it's such a nice, humbling thing. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just great when you get all the people who do best content well sort of communicate like this. You know what I mean? And uh, like you know, Swift is one of the best ones to check uh, check his channel out. And uh, and so are we. <laughs> Absolutely. And many people uh, that are on here right now are because they the, because of Swifty. And again, I can't thank you enough for that, Swifty. You the man. You you you're my boy. We're buddies now, man. We're friends for life, my friend. We we started these two things uh, similar, you know, just months apart from each other. And um, the friendship that I've made with with you, Swift, has been, um, and and with Aldo and everyone from the barroom, has been absolutely um, what makes this go, man. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. We appreciate. Everyone who supports BCP, everyone who supports Swifty, and of course the barroom, we are all allies and friends here together, and we're all trying to give mm -hmm. you the endless amount of content that you want to see from the Bears, because when the Bears are good, you can't get enough. You just can't get enough. Yeah. And that we're we're on. Yeah, there's nothing like it. I feel like we're being, we're on the cusp of becoming great, great. Yeah, I do. I do. For a for a long period of time as well, not just like uh, like the, like the LA Rams did, you know, a couple of years ago when they they threw everything into that one season, you know, with the, with the the trades and the draft or whatever, you know. I think how they're building it up in Chicago, it's it's meant for long term rather than just uh, a one season Super Bowl and that's it for the next forty odd years. So uh, yeah, hopefully the the times are changing better for the Bears and. Uh, you know, we've got some of the best fans in the world, regardless of what sport you're into. You know, every bass that I've met through doing this has been absolutely amazing people. So uh, let's hope, let's hope we're seeing a bit of history now, and uh, and things are going to turn our way. And uh, I just want to see Green Bay Packers be at the bottom of the division at the end of the uh, of the year. That made me quite happy. Me too, man. Me too. Looking forward to it. I mean, this is. And God bless you, Triple R, as well. Yeah, bless you, Triple R. That must have been awful having that thing come out of your nose, man. <laughs> man, it must have been awful. All right, so uh, Raging Oracle said... <laughs> hey, at, at least it wants something up your eye. <laughs> Raging Oracle says, we need a YouTube barbecue event in Chicago. Make it happen in the suburbs, though, not in the city. Well, we're all... I, I'm from northern... I'm from Lake County, so... Uh, Chris will be up in like the Woodstock area for a little bit and, and then, uh, he'll be down in the Arlington Heights area for a little bit. And then maybe the city when he comes in, um, I would like, that's why I wanted to make the goal $3,000 for you so that you could stay in a hotel in the city, you know, downtown for a night or two, mm -hmm. looking down, looking out above everything and just take it all in and not have to worry about spending yeah. your own money. Because uh, you know, you're not rich, <laughs> so we want this to really be about. No, that's quite right. <laughs> what we can do for you is have you not spend any of your money. You're willing to if, if you have to, but 
Let's not make it. Oh, up. no. I mean, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, obviously, but I mean, you know, there's money there, what I can get hold of. So it, the main thing is that it's happening and it's going to happen. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's just going to be a complete joy. And, uh, it would just be so great to meet everybody and, and, uh, you know, get soldiers feel, man. That's going to be, it's going to be quite emotional. I think when I get just feel, you know, but especially when I see like Walter Payton statue, cause he like, you like one of my heroes, and I was a kid growing up playing. Um, and actually, quite funny because, like, uh, just after the Bears won the Super Bowl in '85, there were uh, there's like uh, a series on on British TV called Question of Sport, and it's been going for years and years. And I had Walter Payton on, and uh, he was there. He had his Super Bowl ring on, and it, it really good because all the, all these questions were all just like about the NFL. So I knew all of them anyway, but it was so cool to have uh, Walter Payton on the, you know, next like a, an English rugby player and a, fo- a soccer player, and it was great. Yeah. Um, awesome. So yeah, it's just going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. We know that for sure. It's uh, cannot wait. When we get the schedule <laughs> out, we'll know more, and that's when we can really start planning yeah. it. So I want to thank that's all right, you guys. Yeah. Everybody, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, yeah, it's 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 been a grind. Uh, it's been a grind, Steve. Uh, thank you, Leo. Leo says, good show. Shorty <laughs> and Chris, appreciate you guys, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Spread the word. Spread the GoFundMe. GoFund.me slash 322A167D. That's GoFund.me slash 322A167D. I'm going to remember it by heart. I know. You you wake up in the morning a bit first thing what comes into your head, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mayhem says, I enjoyed the show. Thank you, Mayhem. Thanks for joining us. And stay tuned Thank for you. more. Stay tuned for more of Chris and I in the future. I think we're probably going to do next Saturday. I'll be at home hanging out at my mom's, but we'll try to make it happen. Because it'll be early in the morning for me so we can have it later in the day for you so you're not doing it at fucking two o'clock in the morning that's the point of this <laughs> yeah. yeah well that's true yeah i mean that, that is true it's just uh yeah i mean i've missed a couple of shows recently as well my sleeping in but uh yeah we'll work out mate and you know we'll get as, as schedules together and and whatever so uh i think it'd be quite nice for people to have something for them to watch you know <laughs> That you know, morning time urban states or early afternoon. So uh, we're gonna have a blast, and I tell you, we're gonna make people laugh and uh, enjoy, enjoy being a Chicago Bears fan. Be a lot of that going on, too, buddy. Oh yeah. Until then, <laughs> until then, we will, we will all see you guys soon. Thank you all for hanging out with BCP these last four now five days. You guys are what makes this roll. Spread the word, spread the word. Let's try to get BCP over a thousand subscribers so we can get some super chats going to, to finish this GoFundMe off in case it's not in case we don't reach our goal. That's we got two goals here. GoFundMe and BCP to a thousand subscribers. Yeah. BCP to a thousand subscribers first would help GoFundMe. So it doesn't really matter what order it is, but <laughs> it, would, it, would, it would help. So We will see you guys soon. Stay tuned for next Saturday with Chris and I. We're going to try to get that first game out of the 85 Bears. Should be fun. And again, thank you all for joining us in the last several, several days. I'm going to go crawl into a hole. 
<laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, you're just gonna you're just gonna collapse and not speak to anybody for about two weeks. <laughs> but now, the shitty part is now I have to go mow my lawn. I have to get my yeah. shit ready. To drive Twelve hours right. home tomorrow. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. So what what time is it? About three o'clock in the afternoon where you are, Dan. Three o'clock. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So eight o'clock over here. So this, this is, is good, this is quite. It's quite sociable hours for me doing this. We're usually talking either, you know, the, in the middle of the night or whatever. So, uh, yeah, 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 get them jobs done, mate. And uh, I hope you have a good time back in uh, Illinois and, uh, you know, catching up with your, with, your, with your friends and your family and stuff. And uh, have a safe drive, brother, as well. Thanks, brother. I'll be sending you pictures when I'm there and um, cool. kind of get familiar where, you know, some of the surroundings you'll be at. So we'll talk. We'll awesome. be talking soon. Until then, we will see okay, all of we'll you guys. We'll see all you guys probably here back on BCP. I think we're going to do Thursday night at 9 p.m. Uh, to do the recap once we get all the UDFAs and some more uh, press conferences and stuff done. Give me some time to drive home, get reset up, get ready for another show. And until then, we will see you guys next Thursday on BCP, next Saturday with Chris and I. Until then, ready, Chris? You want to do the bears with me? Yeah. One, two, three. Bears. Bears.